Hi, this is Ben, the Dungeon Master for Once Upon a Tavern, and you're listening to the Once Upon a Tavern podcast. You can watch us live every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time at twitch.tv slash onceuponatavern. Hello and welcome to Once Upon a Tavern, the only Dungeons & Dragons stream that has a mortal enemy in Aldi. I fucking yeah! hate you. <laughs> we like Trader Joe's. It's really weird. We're not going to talk about it right now. Don't ever buy sausage from Aldi. I ruined an entire pizza, guys. It was fucking terrible. Fuck that your, place. What happened to your pizza? There's sausage. Is this, um, is this libel? No. No, there's so it's a review. Their sausage mm. is gamey and disgusting. Don't ever buy that shit. Uh, uh, maybe maybe link in the bio. We're also gonna post uh, the Better Business Bureau of Northern Indiana. Honestly, honestly ju just generally don't buy meat from Maldi. That's what I've learned today. Uh, as I've ruined my pizza, my keto pizza, which was very expensive. Uh, don't worry about it though, because we're here to play D and D. So before we get started, we have just a couple of quick, quick announcements. Uh, first off, uh, Mark is gonna be here. He's behind Colin there. Uh, he's getting set up, I believe. Um, so, if he's not behind him, he will be behind him soon. Uh, so they're getting that set up. Uh, no Tyler tonight, and no Seth. Uh, Seth is still on the honeymoon, but him and Matt broke up, so Tyler, uh, and Seth have run away together, finally, after all these years. If you've been shipping it, we're making it happen. Yep. Um, that's the, that's due to fan demand. Uh, yeah, the only D&D &D stream where we fan service like crazy, so whatever you want, <laughs> we're here. Yeah, so honestly. Just... Yeah, if, if it'll, uh, if it'll get your friends here, yeah, we'll, we'll make people kiss. I'll kiss Mike. Yeah, we'll kiss. They do um, everything. That's not anything new. Hey, uh, so that's that. Uh, if you're watching this and you're like, wow, this is great, I want to watch older episodes or... Uh, well, I can't watch the whole thing. Well, guess what? All of our episodes are up on YouTube. Hey, it's Mark. All of our episodes are up on YouTube. Uh, the following... Sorry. Felt a burp. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> the following... The only Dungeons and Dragons stream with gas. <laughs> it's that gross sausage. Um... All of our episodes are up on YouTube the following Tuesday at bit.ly slash onceuponatavern. And if you don't like watching us, uh, like watching me burp, you can listen to me burp, uh, solely listen to me, on our podcast, Once Upon a Tavern, wherever you find your podcasts. We are up to date on our podcast. I did my job. Woo! So, yeah. Woo! Uh, so that's that. Uh, just a reminder to subscribe to us on Twitch uh, using clicking that button right up there. Or if you uh, don't want to pay money, if you have Amazon Prime, you may not know this, but you can use Amazon Prime for one free Twitch Prime subscription. And if you're like, I already did that three months ago, guess what? It doesn't auto-renew, so make sure you do it again. Do it every single month. Uh, you know, you're using that subscription. You have that subscription. It's money you've paid for one way or another. You might as well give it to us because other big streamers make their money off of merchandising, and we don't. So that's how we are. We need that money so that we can make merchandise to then market, to make money off of that. Uh, so that is, and then one day we can get paid for this. But probably not. Um, that's it. I'm just, I'm vamping. Then we can get all the Aldi sausage. Yum. <laughs> <coughs> Uh, yeah, um, 
Hey, off the carpet, you know? off the carpet, off the carpet, off the carpet. <laughs> uh, it's all hardwood. We're good. Um, off the PC, off the PC. Uh, so that's it. That's all I got. Uh, thanks for joining us, Tino. Check out this cool intro we got if you've never seen it before. Because without any further ado, let's dive into tonight's episode of Once Upon a Tavern. Get out of there, boy. <laughs> And welcome back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what was I, I was going to say something, and now I forget. Oh, yeah, apparently Twitch Prime is Prime Gaming now. So no one told us. Twitch didn't send us an email. We're affiliate, and Twitch didn't send us an email, which is fucked wow. up. Yeah. Wow. So get your shit together, elsewhere? Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I reading about this in the news? I should Why? have gotten a memo. Um, anyway. This could have been an email. <laughs> we're gonna start going through your phone, Twitch. If we're gonna be in this type of relationship, we need that openness where I can go through your phone and you don't have to feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna suddenly uh, so find a reason to DMCA us. <laughs> once upon a tavern, the only dungeon stream that's the last one to hear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so picking up where we left off, <clears throat> uh, the party arrived back to Nupraxia from their extended multiplanar stay. Uh, you arrived to discover that the church had retaken Nupraxia completely from Girgagax, hanging him outside the capital and inciting a uh, violent riot among the rest of the Dragonborn of District 4. Uh, they were able to quell it, and the dragon most of the Dragonborn that survived left the city, leaving very few left in the city. Uh, you went to Barefist Brewing to meet up with Klaus, and there ran into Carney Troskel and her girl demon girlfriend, Nama. Uh, from there, they uh, invited you to a party in three days' time. A uh, nice, fancy party in District 10, uh, which was going to sure to have many interesting and exciting people there. But before that, you made sure that you needed to go shopping, uh, stocking up on new equipment, repairing the broken bridge between you and Deliria, and even getting new fancy clothes from Harold in District 5. 
Uh, upon ordering all of those and picking up your items from Deliria, you decided, you know what? You want to punch. So you went to District 6 to Punch Club to find Griff the Dwarf, who, where, when you had last seen him, you, uh, Sinrig, I believe, had upset uh, by offering money for information, which was apparently a no-no here. Uh, he kicked you out and asked you to never return, so of course you returned one day. Uh, challenged him and his other two to the to a fight. Uh, Griff, Fisty, Fisty. and uh, our new battle axe. PC. <laughs> see. Yeah, we're we're gonna pay him. You're to recruiting come along Fisty. With us. All right. Yep. Yeah, he's gonna be in the opening credits. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Fisty as himself. <laughs> I do uh, want to that dot. Cynric offered them rocks. No, oh rocks. yes, it was rocks. My apologies. Yeah. Um, you, yeah. uh, Joe Cynric and Dozer fought against Griff, Fisty, and Battleaxe, and the fight is still going right now. So don't go anywhere. We'll, we're here. We're doing it now. So transitioning over to our battle map. I'm going to fix it because we what have the room. What just happened to my screen? Xbox social. Who did this? Games. <laughs> no back. All right. We've transferred over to the battle map. We are turning on combat music, and we are starting back up at the top of the round, getting right back into battle. Joe, you are up. Sinrig is on deck, and Battleaxe is in the hole. Joe. All right. Where the fuck am I? What is happening with our computer right now? I don't know. I'm turning it all off. Uh, what OS do you run? Windows. Um, Which when's the last one? time you updated? Literally today. Every day. Um, they, they run, they run Microsoft's Windows. Well, I think, I think we're going to need to turn that off for, and leave it off for about 30 seconds. I got like a, I just got like a Microsoft Xbox overlay for no reason. All right. Uh, if that's all screwing up, it does help to know, Joe, you are right in front of Griff right now. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then I'm going to do the, the one, two, three. The, 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 the one, two, three whammy. All right, we're good. We're in business. Sorry, folks. You're good. The uh, one, two, three whammy. Go for it. One, two, three Classic whammy. Classic move. Thanks, Classic. Thanks. Um, oh, uh, that is a, um, oh, my God. A 19 plus eight. <laughs> uh, that'll hit. 20. Okay. Seven. A, oh, a nine. Uh, that'll miss. Oh, and then a 19 plus 8. That'll hit. All right, let me roll my uh, damage. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 damage. Um, 4, 5, 6, 7 damage. So 17 damage altogether. So I like, I like left hook punch, and it like connects, and I try to like uppercut right, and I miss, and then I come down with an elbow on the top of his head on my third strike. And then, like, after I come down with the elbow, I, like, balance myself and take a defensive stance. All right. Sounds good. Uh, with that, Sinrig is up. Battle Axe on deck. And Dozer is in the hole. Sinrig. All right. So Sinrig is going to walk up to whoever's in front of him. That's Battle Axe. Oh, I'll give you control of him. My bad. 
Uh, how far can he throw? You have control of him 30? now. Uh, it kind of all depends on on where he wants. the The DC is based on how far he wants to throw it. So. Okay. But first, uh, he would so need to grapple him. First attack him. is a grapple. All right, roll an athletics check. Oh my god, dice. And that is a athletics. Yes. Okay. Jesus Christ, twelve. Uh, okay, so that's twenty-nine. <laughs> That'll grapple him. All right. So then he's going to do favored foe on him, okay. which is his version of Hunter's Mark, I guess. Yep. And then bonus action to attack with his offhand. All right. That's just a D20 plus his strength modifier, just so you know. No proficiency. Okay. Uh, so that is a 21. Hits. All right. Then that would be melee damage 5 plus... A d6 uh, for his favorite though. Yes. All right. So 5 plus 3, 8 damage. 8 damage. Bludgeoning, I believe. All together. Yeah, so he picks him up again, punches him in the face, and then he'll throw him... Uh, against the closest chair, which will probably be, uh, let's go with that one. Maybe not the closest chair, but. Okay, uh, that's going to be 1, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35 feet away. Sure. All right. Uh, roll an athletics check for me. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. He tosses him. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Oh, actually, he will make it because he's actually right there, technically. All right, so he tosses him across the room as you watch. It's like people kind of clear out of the way as they were. They weren't on near. They weren't in the way, but they were near it, and they all kind of jump back as he comes flies. Rah! He smashes into another chair. That's another two d ten of damage. Two d ten plus his strength right. mod. Twenty-one. Uh -huh. Jesus! Ouch. Um. Plus his strength mod. Yeah, his strength mod is nine. Did he? How's his? What's his strength score right now? Uh, I have no idea. It just says plus nine. Because he's got that belt of the thingy, right? Oh, he hasn't okay, gotten so it it's yet. A, it's a, wait. Yeah. Why is it? Not, mm, one sec, I'm looking. Oh, that's saving throws. I'm an idiot. Oh, you're uh, good. So that would be a 16 damage. 16 damage. Still a ton from tossing this idiot. Uh, does the favor foe count as well in this case? I guess I should ask. Mm. Uh, let me check that really quick. Uh, when you hit a creature with an attack roll, so that's going to be, while it's it's an attack action technically, it is not an attack roll, so we are going to say no for that one. Alright, okay. so 16 more damage to Battleaxe, who is bloodied now as he smashes into this chair, a, a piece of the wood splintering out from 
into it from his shoulder. So it's like went straight through at this point. He's just, ah! Everyone's like, oh my gosh! Like people are freaked out at this point. Uh, Battle Axe is up. Dozer and then is. He'll also move. Oh, sorry. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, he's got the room. So he'll move over there, kind of backing up against where the people would be on that side. All right. Battle Axe is up. Dozer is on deck. Fisty's in the hole. <laughs> and uh, Battle Axe is going to stand up using half his movement. And then he's going to have 5, 10, 15. And that will be his movement. Uh, so I guess he'll just go ahead and full run at that point. 5, 10, 15, 20. No, you know what? Uh, you know what? Fuck it. He's not a coward. He's going to run right back up to Sinrig. He'll run right here, actually. And that will end his turn. Uh, with that being said, Dozer is up. Fisty on deck. Griffin the hole. Dozer? Yo, what up? Okay. Um, I'm going to use my fist and foot to heart the boy. Okay. Okay, and then that is a ba, 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 27 and a 17. A hit and a hit. Yay! Okay, so that's 12 damage. Oh. Fisty is no longer at 69 health. Oh, man, I ruined it. No, oh, I'm a big fuckhead. So <laughs> with your fist in your foot, you punch him in the face, kick him in the shin. You hear a cracking sound on the shin bone. Mm. Uh, and that will end your turn. Um, Fisty is up. Griff on deck. Joe is in the hole. Fisty is going to respond. Kiss my lip. Eggs. You ever had eggs? Fuck this. Fuck. Uh, I got a 17. Miss. A crit. Miss. Am and I near a him? Uh, let's roll a percentage to check. You have a 25% chance. You are not near him. All right. Uh, and then a 24 was the last one. Hit. All right. Oh, boy. So the first attack, which was the crit, is going to deal uh, 12 bludgeoning damage. Okay. The second one that hit. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Hey, Ben, I caught it this time. I'm mm. immune to critical hits. Oh, that's right. Thank you for reminding me. Thank okay, you. so then I'm just going to reroll. The first attack okay. uh, hits you for 11, and the second attack hits you for 7. Okay, 18. Got it. Boy, I'm at 51. I am bloody. He goes two punches straight to your gut. Boom, boom. Or he he went for one, but he you managed to move quickly, and he used that opportunity to go two, two, just two straight to your gut. And that will end his turn. I'm oiled right now. I'm oiled. <laughs> uh, Griff is up. Joe is on deck. Sinrig is in the hole. Griff is going to attack you, Joe. And you took a defensive stance, so he has disadvantage. Yeah. Yep. That is an 11. Nope. That is a 15. Nope. That is a 19. Uh, yeah, meets it. All right. So one of those hits you for nine bludgeoning damage as he goes for these swings. You keep dodging left, dodge right. He gets one lucky strike right on your side, and that will end his turn. 
Uh, Joe is up. Sinrig on deck and battle axe in the hole. Joe. All right, I'm gonna do the old one two, one two whammy. Okay. Uh, the um, seventeen. Seventeen uh, hits. Uh, eleven. Eleven misses. Um, twenty-one. Hey. Twenty-one hits. All right, I'll roll damage for those two hits then. Um, nine damage and eight damage. Seventeen altogether on Griff, who is looking very rough at this point. Uh, and, and people have kind of, uh, you've definitely turned the crowd to your side at this point, Joe, as you're like, people are definitely like, oh shit, this, this girl's good. And, uh, Griff is not liking it at all. You can see his face is red, blood's cover coming down the sides of his skull. He is upset right now. Um, um yeah, so I, uh, so I still, so I like the idea that like when he was punching her, she was just like drunkenly just like. Knocking to one side, knocking to the other side, and then she just did like, and then tried to hit him like three rapid punches, and the, the middle one missed. Um, and then she again just stops completely moving and just crouches down and take another defensive stance. All right, uh, right. Then uh, Sinrig is up, battle axe on deck, and Dozer's in the hole. Sinrig. Sinrig is gonna do the old scoop and yeet. All right. Scoop and yeet. Roll an athletics check for me, please. Oh, man, I just got here. <laughs> yeah. That is a 28. A 22. You win again. <laughs> All right. Offhand, punch him in the face with a uh, favored foe. Okay. You're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. You're my favorite customer. <laughs> okay, bye. You're my favorite face to punch on the Citadel. Hi, doggy. Uh, 22. Uh, really quick, um, how are you attacking three times really quick, Joe? I just need to double check that. Um, it's my two attacks and my, un my unarmed. Okay, your unarmed is a bonus action, so you can't oh, be taking your it. patient defense. Okay, I, I apologize. That's I okay. Can I can take away one of the attacks if you want to. Um, it's easier to just, uh, well, okay, uh. So the second one was I'm just eight. gonna give, it was eight? Okay, that works. Yeah. So you can take him eight back because I'd rather be defensively standing. Sounds good. And we'll, we'll just leave it at that. All right. Sorry about that. Go ahead, Sinrig. Uh, what was your attack? Uh, 22. 22 hits. How about you? All right. So that is five plus a D6. Another eight bludgeoning damage to the face. All right. Eight more bludgeoning damage to Battle Axe. And then he'll yeet him, sir, uh, to this chair right there. Uh, sorry, which one? That one. I don't see it. Do oh there. I, okay, yeah. All right, far away. Uh, roll it. Athletics check. Ooh, there's a low roll finally. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Five. Ten. 15. He gets just short of the chair at this point. Uh, he'll go ahead and take the strength modifier damage, so that's 5 uh, for being tossed. But uh, that's all he does is he hits the ground and tumbles a little bit. And he stops and just... Uh, and he looks up at you and he goes, 
You missed! Uh, and that will... Uh, end Sinric's turn, or...? Uh, he will move. He's got 35... I don't think that's honestly any farther away, so I think he'll just step here and here. All Five right. Two. And that <clears throat> will end it. Uh, Battle Axe is up. Dozer on deck. Fisty in the hole. Battle Axe is going to stand up with half his movement and run. Five, ten. At this point, he looks at him, and he's just like, ah, uh, come on, get me! And he puts his fists up, um, taking a defensive action, and that will end his turn. Uh, Dozer is up, Fisty on deck, Griffin the hole. Dozer. Yes, sir. I will um, take a quick second wind. So I'm going to do 10 plus 9 is 19. Health regain. All right. So I've got that. All right. So I'm at 70. No longer bloodied. And I'll do my usual my, two, my attack. So let's see here. Oh, gross. Okay. Um, I don't do low low rolls. I do not do roll rolls. Um, we got 12 and 22. Uh, 12 uh, hits. 22 hits. Are you, are you for real? They okay, aren't wearing cool. any armor. Bitch, nice. are you and for they're real? dwarves. They are aren't. You for real? They they're, they're, okay. have a lot of constitution, but not a lot of decks. Got it. Okay, twelve damage. All together. Yep. You deal twelve damage to Fisty, who mm. is looking in rough shape at that moment. Uh, he is going to respond. With him up, Griff on deck, Joe is in the hole. Fisty is going to go ahead and go for three strikes against you, Dozer. You sure about that? 25. Hit. 11. Missed. 22. Hit. The first you. one deals 8. The second deals 11. Damn. <clears throat> some tough boys. They are bred. They are bred for this. And Fisty kind of goes for a. He goes for a, a cheap shot on the groin, uh, but it hits and does nothing, which is that first miss. And then it goes for two strikes on your thigh. Man, uh, you are Fisty. <laughs> and that will end his turn. Griff is up. Joe is on deck. Sinrig is in the hole. Uh, Griff is. Getting a little sick of this. He's going to go ahead and go for three more attacks on you, Joe. Uh, disadvantage. Just yep. for reminder. 18. No. 16. Nope. 12. Nope. Three bad attacks as you make a fool of him. He's just <sighs> looking at you. Uh, and it's only now at this point that you realize looking down at his hand. Uh, you didn't realize it at this point because he hasn't made any any contact, but looking down at his hand with your passive perception, you could see just a glint of light between his knuckles uh, as, he's, as he was swinging at you. Um, and that will end your t end his turn. Will I see that? Does Alda see that? Uh, what's your passive perception? Traitor! Uh, nine? No, Aldis did not see that. Joe is up, Sinrig is on deck, and Battleaxe is in the hole. Joe. 
my apologies, viewers at home. It's not the one-two whammy. It's the just the double whammy. So. <laughs> <laughs> we, we sincerely apologize for that, and those comments did not represent our beliefs. As your as the DM says to me all the time, April, read up on your character. He's, he's right, totally right. Uh, that is uh, eight, uh, nine, uh, 10, 11. 11. That's a miss. Oh. miss. And that is, ooh, that'll hit. Uh, 15 plus eight. Hits. And that is uh, seven damage. He is still I, standing. So I, yeah, so my left hook misses this time. And so I come around, I grab this and Go big or go home. Hit him with the elbow. Go big or go no, home. No, shut up, Michael. I have, I definitely have way less health than him. Go big I hit, or go I hit, home. I hit him with the elbow, and then I come back around. I like, I like wrap my leg around, and I like crouch down and take a defensive stance with my hands in front of my face. All right, and with that elbow hitting in the jaw, you hear a pop sound as he's just, ah, oh! it's just, the jaws kind of like loose, loosened a little bit, and he is like barely standing at this point. And I raise my eyebrows. Uh. That will be. There's a big cheer at that one too. Sinrig is up. Battle axe on deck. Dozer in the hole. Sinrig. Okay, I come to you. Five, <laughs> 10, 15, 20, 25. Come here, little guy. <laughs> Another athletics check. Yes. You have disadvantage this time. Okay. Not that it'll matter. Twenty-one. 15. <laughs> he is grappled once again in Sinrig's big furry fists. Scoop him up. Uh, that is a 16. That's for the unarmed attack? Yes. Uh, 16 will hit. Did you have disadvantage again? Uh, oh. Right, because it's still a... He's still technically yeah. taking a defensive action. Yeah, even though that, he's grappled. Is, that is disadvantage. Alright. It hits. Alright. <clears throat> Does he need to keep doing favored foe, or is it? Uh, uh it, I, I will assume that it is it is done. So you're okay. good. Uh, five plus five, ten damage, bludgeoning as he punches him in the face. Okay. <clears throat> and this time he will not miss. He's going for that same chair. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, have you at disadvantage again for this one too. Okay. Use that same chair. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, same chair. Here we go. <laughs> uh, that is a 23. Uh, even even as this little measly dwarf uh, takes a defensive dodge action against Sinrig, it is no match for the Furbolg that has lifted him up with one hand and overhand tossed him into this chair, shattering it. Him. 2d10 again? Plus strength, man. Two, three, eight. Let me just double check. Twelve damage. Battle axe is also not looking great as the other as another piece of wood kind of goes straight through his bicep, and he's just and he flexes and it pops out, and that will end his turn. That's or cool end as hell. <laughs> uh, That's Or does Sinrig want to move? Um, flex so hard, 
He flexes in a perfect Geno plays. <laughs> 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Uh, yeah, let's go 30, 35, just to see if he'll come at him or if he just stay down. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Dozer is up. Or, sorry, Battleaxe is up. Dozer on deck. Fisty in the hole. Battleaxe stands up. He can't make it that far again. He really needs to figure this out. What's his intelligence? Uh, he's going to stand up and step off of the rubble of the chair. Just, Come on! Uh, and that will end. He will take a defensive action. That will end his turn. Uh, Dozer's up. Fisty on deck. Griffin the hole. Dozer. I, you know, I'm looking at Sinrig's thing, and I'm like, if I just get this guy to be prone, maybe he won't hit me so hard next time. Um, so I'd like to pick him up and let gravity do its job. All right, so, roll an athletics um, check for me. Yeah. Here's, here's Zook in his brain go, yeet, 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 yeet. yeet. Uh, 23. Uh, he has grappled, um, and then you're just going to drop him? Uh, I mean, I want him to land prone. Oh. Is that fair? Yeet. Okay, so I'm going to I think I, say... maybe I would like to maybe... Are you saying okay? I'm I'm asking just straightforward. Is there any way I can get an attack, or is the damage just going to be from falling? Just make it make it a slam attack. So just a d20 plus your strength mod, plus okay. pro, plus proficiency if you're proficient and unarmed. Okay, fantastic. I'll do that then. Okay, let me do this. Okay, sixteen. A sixteen will hit. So you pick him up and slam him down onto the ground. He is still grappled. Uh, go ahead and do your damage. Is that just un unarmed damage? What, yeah, whatever your normal unarmed damage would be. Six. Six damage to him. And he is still grappled, so he won't be able to get up from that because he has okay. no movement at the moment. Got it. Um, and that will end your, uh, end his turn. Uh, end your turn. Fisty is up. Griff on deck. Joe is in the hole. Fisty will keep trying to punch you from the ground, which I believe is disadvantage. Yeah, if he's prone. Yeah. Yep. So he's going to keep trying to punch you as you oh, hold him down prone. against the wood. Uh, that is a 13. Miss. A 14. Miss. A 16. Miss. Oh, it was a good idea. He's coming up at you, just uh, fucking swinging at you, and you manage to, like, just move your head back as you just hold his throat against the ground. I'm just, like, I'm making it weird. Like, I'm saying to the audience, like, I'm trying to say, like, stop trying to kiss me. Stop trying to kiss me. Like, and they're like, what is going on? <laughs> like, what? This has to be the weirdest fight to watch. <laughs> that guy just throwing that guy over there, and he keeps coming back. He keeps coming back, and he keeps throwing him. <laughs> <laughs> Griff is up. Joe on deck. Sinrig in the hole. Griff is not doing hot. He's going to take three more swings at Joe. Disadvantage. A 20. That'll hit. A 15. Nope. And a 23. Yep. <clears throat> You're going to take eight and six slashing damage as you feel or I, I guess piercing damage actually as you feel his fist connects you feel a sharp piercing in your side and when it does 
Uh, oh, fuck is cheating. Fucking cheater. Um, cheater, cheater, pumpkin ether. Oh, do you say that? Yeah, I yell that. I enter initiative. Aldous enters initiative. <laughs> okay. You I'm like, oh, you have not been very honest, have you? It's Joe is very, very bloody. And at like, this point, very... he's going to take a step back. Five. You get attack opportunity. Ten. Oh, yeah, attack of opportunity. Mm, actually, mm, all right. Um, I want to like put a hand on Aldis, and I'm gonna enter initiative instead. Okay, it's it's not your guys' turn still. So one second. Yeah, attack of opportunity. Um, sixteen. That'll hit. That is rolling real dice. Is great. On uh four, five, six, seven. Damage. Seven damage. As he stabs and you, you call him out for cheating, he's, he's like, yeah, he waves his hand at you and he turns around and you kick him right in the back of the head and he goes right down. Yeah! <laughs> oh, 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 that was all the damage that I did! I'm saying, hold on, I got fisty by the neck and I'm like, did you just see that? <laughs> I love the idea that it's like, you know, when somebody kicks down a door, that's what I just did to <laughs> him. And he goes down like the door. He's just... Uh, Aldous looks at Varys and is just like, I guess she's got... Like, he doesn't say it out loud, but he gives, her, gives him that raised eyebrow. like, mm, okay. Joe, Joe goes over to... I, sorry, I know it's it's my turn now, right? Oh, uh, no, it's not. It's the it's the end of the round. Did you guys want to enter initiative? Um, I'm still going to, under my breath... Um, basically, I just want to cast Mass Healing Word. Or not mass healing word. I'm sorry. Oh, um, I, <clears throat> mass cure wounds. No, I, th I don't think you. No. I, I, actually, Aldous will actually look at you and like, like, kind of tell you like, I think they we have it. And if we win okay. cheating, huh? I believe it's better. I feel like the whole cheating thing is out the window at this point. But uh, you're right. You're right. Sorry. You're Let them fight. But but with but with the whole the moral victory. I have a cool thing that I want to do on my turn, so don't heal me yet. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I'm all also right. gonna milk these fuckers for all everything they're worth monetarily. Oh yeah, no, Aldous is ready, but he just wants Varys to be like, I, he's like, I, Aldous looks at him and like, also is ready, but is like, let's wait and see. As uh, as as Griff goes down, you hear the crowd just tons of oh no! As you can tell, how many people were betting on Griff at this point? Just tons of people throwing shit across the bar now. People are very upset, but then there's this, there's the other group who are actually impressed. And while they may not have bet on you, they seem to be like, all right, okay, yeah. And you know, that's, that's generally the consensus. Joe is up, Sinrig is on deck, and Battleaxe is in the hole. Joe. Okay, so like Joe is, uh, bruises everywhere. She's bleeding pretty profusely out her nose. And Joe, as he like falls to the ground, as he falls to the ground, Joe hobbles over to this chair, sits down, grabs whosoever beer was on the table, chugs it, and then puts her head down on the table, <laughs> and that's it. People, uh, you see someone raises your arm, and they're like, yeah, woo, all right, uh, and that will... Uh... I just start chanting Joe, trying to get the crowd to join me. Sinrig no. is up, no. battle axe on deck, dozer in the hole. Sinrig. All right, 5, 10, 15, 20. 5, 10, 15. Count Chocula Tree Skin. All right, he's going to go for a grapple. I don't know if that's going to work this time. Another disadvantage. 
Oh. Because he took well. the defensive action again. Okay, well, it's still that first roll. <laughs> What'd you get? 15. Uh, 25. So as he goes to grapple him, he slaps his head and he's, Not this time, big ape! And uh, you could go for it again if you'd like. Yeah, I'm going to. All right, roll an athletics check again. Is it still disadvantage or? Yes. Okay. Jesus. All right, <clears throat> that's more like it. 26. A 10. Uh, this time, very easily, you, know, you grab, Sidra grabs him by the neck and lifts him up. What do you want to do? You have a uh, bonus so action two. now. Yeah, can I... I guess I can't bonus action throw him, no. right? So I'll just, all right, I'll just uh, punch him with favored foe then. Go for it. Disadvantage again. <clears throat> uh, plus eight. 26. 26 hits. All right, so that's five plus another four. Nine bludgeoning damage. <clears throat> all right. He is uh, still standing, but very bloodied at this point. No, he's not standing at all. He's lifted up. But uh, that will end your turn. Battle Axe is up. Dozer on deck. Fisty in the hole. Uh, Battle Axe is going to is gonna get some strikes on Sinrig now. Or going to try it to, at least. You may try. 14. Yep. 25. Ooh, yep. And 13. Yeah. He wasn't lying when he said he doesn't have much AC. <laughs> Six damage, six damage, and ten damage for a total of 22 as he's just, as Senrig's lifting him up, he just keeps bashing him in the head. He's, duh, 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 and uh, trying to get him to drop him, but obviously Senrig still maintains the grapple. Dozer is up, Fisty on deck, uh, Joe, but Senrig is in the hole. Right now, there's not much Joe can do. My, I do want to do something okay. on my turn. So Joe's in the hole. Okay, I've got a <clears throat> 23 and 16. A hit and a hit. Okay, and then it's 12 damage. You rolled with advantage, right? Because he's prone. One second. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, one of those is a crit. There you go. So it's 18 damage, actually. 18 damage altogether to Fisty. As he, as you just are lifting him up and slamming him back down into the ground. You can see like a splatter of blood on the wood underneath him as he just keeps slamming into it. The cracking of the wood underneath. Uh, he is still still alive, but very bloodied. Uh, Fisty is up. Joe is on deck. Sinrig in the hole. Fisty is going to, uh, he's just going to attack you three times with a disadvantage. Uh, that's a 21. Hey. Uh, a an eighteen, miss, and uh, an eighteen. So that's a miss, miss too. So he does manage to get one lucky strike at you right in the chin at for eight bludgeoning damage. Okay. Uh, but then the other two, you manage to just move your head back like, further. Ugh. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting. Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, J Joe is up. Sinrig on deck. Battle axe in the hole. Joe. Okay, so Joe like reaches down to her side. And then remembers that he stabbed her with something. And she's pissed about it because she, like, did the thing and followed the rules. So she's going to walk over to where his uh, beat-ass body is. And she's going to find that hand and see what the fuck he was hitting her with. Stabbing her with. And right. she's going to try and grab it as fruit. Yeah, you, you don't need to look hard. Uh, between his fingers is a piece of, is a sharp piece of glass. 
It's got. Dick. It still has your blood on it. Dick, I'm gonna lift it as proof. All right. Uh, like lift it up, or are you just taking it? I'm. I'm gonna lift it up and show everyone and say, this man said it was a clean fight, and he's the one that cheats, and yet I still beat him fair and square. And I break the glass on the ground and go sit down. Roll persuasion check for me, please. I want to aid, but I can't think of anything to say. Hey, yeah! <laughs> yeah! Yeah, fuck that guy! <laughs> <laughs> boo. I want to boo. Can I boo real loud? You booing me? She's already, she's already rolled. What, what is it? <laughs> she's holding it still. I'm in the room. That guy's a dick. A boo is very ambiguous as to whose side you're on in that case. Fine. I was just asking. <laughs> The dwarf gentleman is a big asshole. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm trying to make it happen. Um, a twelve. A twelve. Um, yeah. you see, like people are looking over at you, and they're like, they're like, what? Uh, but most importantly, the reason I was, I, I told you to roll for a persuasion check is because in the heat of the battle, Battleaxe and Fisty both like look over at you, like confused, is what you just said. Uh, mm -hmm. giving Sinrig and. Dozer advantage the next for their next attacks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, Sinrig is up. Battle axe on deck. Dozer in the hole. Sinrig. All right. Let's do it. What are you Going doing first? Punch him in the face. Okay. Uh, with a uh twenty-seven hits. Alrighty. That, that is six hit. bludgeoning. All right. Plus his D6 for favorite foe. Yep. You're my okay, you did that? Okay. And then bonus action punch. Ooh, that's only going to be a uh, 11. Uh, that'll be a miss. All right. And then... With uh, advantage? Yes. Damn. I rolled a three and a one. Ouch. <clears throat> And uh, then, as his final thing, he will yeet him into... Is this chair still together? Uh, sorry, I was looking at his character sheet. Uh, which one? Bottom left. I see it. Um, I don't think so, but it's enough splinters so it'll still hurt. So, sure, go for it. Alright. I forgot to mark which chairs were destroyed. Is it still advantage? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, you can still have advantage. All right, then that is a. I just want to point out I did it. Oh, damn it! <laughs> uh, that is a thirty-one. Five, ten, Ooh. fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. With no problem whatsoever, he gets yeeted into that chair. Go ahead and roll two d ten plus strength mod. Twenty-three. <laughs> the crunching sound as you watch one large piece of wood stick right through this guy's torso. As he's ah! and just falls back and he's just kind of groaning in pain, unconscious. <laughs> Dozer Oops. is up. Fisty on deck. Joe in the hole. Dozer. <laughs> like I might be dead. Never mind. He's. Yeah, never mind. I'll do it on my turn. 
Okay, I've got a 25 and a 18. Hit and hit. And 12 damage, and those were both rolled with an advantage. Two more strikes against him, against the ground. He's still uh, awake, but just barely. You see his eyes are kind of starting to flutter from this concussion you're giving him, just slamming him into the ground. But uh, or, or, or this time you said you're grabbing his fists and making him hit himself, right? Yes, absolutely. All right, so Fisty's fisting himself. <laughs> <laughs> you nasty boy. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. Stream's oh, over. Just, oh, we just lost three viewers. Good night, um, everybody. <laughs> he's he's going to try and get you off him with three more attacks. Uh, That's an 11. That's a 16. And that's his 16. Miss, miss, miss. All right. He can't get you off as you make him fist himself. Because <laughs> uh... he's too busy fisting himself. God. That will end his turn. Joe is up. Sinrig on deck. Here. Dozer in the hole. Joe, you got anything else? Welcome to our last episode. Um, no, I'm just going to hobble back over and take a seat. And I'm going to try and make eye contact with... Uh, Varus. Okay. And I'm just be like point at myself and then put my head on the table. All right, Sinrig is up. Dozer on deck. Fisty in the hole. Sinrig. Real quick, uh, can you roll to see if Demetrius is within? I think it's sixty feet of Battle Axe. Uh, within sixty feet, because the last one was thirty feet, right? Yes. All right. So within 60 feet, I'm going to say there's a 50% chance, but I rolled and you are not. Okay. Uh, oh, it is 30 feet. Sorry. Okay. So you still are not. So uh, right. not then... this time, but you, you sense that you'll be able to get to – if you if you want to consciously make your way over to that exact spot, you'll be able to get there before the dude dies. All right. Well, uh, Sinrig, I think, will go over and do a medicine check anyway. Okay, no problem. 10, 15, 20. He'll do a medicine check. He'll do a medicine check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 11. Yep, that's enough to stabilize him. So you, right. Sinrig rips the piece of wood out and begins to bandage the wound. Right. And that will end his turn. Dozer! What are you doing okay. to Fisty? Has, wait, has Griff rolled death saves, by the way? Uh, he hasn't. Uh, was it lethal damage, I should ask? Cause he would I have... didn't say it wasn't, and Joe doesn't really give a shit because he cool. cheated. I, don't, I, so... feel like, I feel like in the middle of a bar, you wouldn't want to murder That's somebody. That's a fail. I, I mean, I didn't intentionally, but he cheated, so I'm just sitting down trying to not die, too. He has one success, one fail. Uh, and that Somebody will... Somebody try and save him. Am I within 30 feet of him? Uh, <laughs> we'll come to it at the end of this round. Uh, right. Dozer, what do you want to do? Okay, do I still get advantage since he's... No, not, not this time. Okay, okay. Okay, that's 15. Hit. And oh, 28. Hit. And then, so that's 12 damage. 12 more damage as you, I guess, how, how do you want to do this? Hey. Oh. Yeah, you're uh, winning, buddy. <laughs> um, uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say, Fisty, Fisty, come here, come here, come here, come here. I want to say something to you. Gonna... <laughs> 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 he just <laughs> is unconscious on the ground, 
and everyone can... for a moment there's silence in the bar and and then you can hear all of the people who bet money on fisty and battle axe and griff and everyone just god damn it and then just ah, the whole bar is just pissed uh you can hear the occasional people throughout who are like all right yeah cool like the people who clearly, clearly didn't bet they were just here for a fight um, but everyone who bet is definitely the loudest right now. As you get the feeling, no, not many people bet on you guys. Uh, I mean, I'm a drunk, scrawny, tiny woman, so that's probably why they just bet on me. A few people had bet on, uh, actually a few people had bet on Dozer and Sinrig, but yeah, no one bet on you, Joe. Um, I, I did. I get the feeling that you Joe's... so much money! I get the feeling that Joe's not exactly, like, Petite. I thought she was like boxy. I, I don't know. Maybe. But she's short. She's not very tall. Okay, so she's short. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like like how how short? What what height? Um, I think I have it in here. I think she's like five six, five five. No, it's not, it's not too short. Right? I was speaking on behalf of Seth. I'm sorry. <laughs> did you, Demetrius? You did you wanna? Did you wanna save? Griff here. Yeah, I'll I'll get within thirty feet of him and cast spare the dying on him. Okay. Uh, these three dwarves are unconscious now. As as the other dwarves that were sitting at their table have come over now and they start dragging them away. Uh, and people are like, as as like Griff is being dragged by, you watch as some people in the bar actually spit on him as he's being dragged off. I'll uh, just walk by and like does a lunge and teabags him. Like over his body as he just slowly, like casually walks past him and just teabags him. Just like, just okay. like, just casual. Just, oh. Um, I'm gonna it'd, cast... be, it'd because you're because of your race racial feet. Uh, it's just like awkwardly moist as well. <laughs> uh, it's like I'm, a moist handshake. I'm gonna, oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna cast. Uh, Wait, before you do, I'm going to cast Beacon of Hope on Sinrig, Dozer, and Joe. Okay. That. And then what, what do you does do? that do? That allows them to regain okay. the maximum number of hit points from here. Got it. Okay, I'm going to uh, cast Cure Wounds at 4th level on each of them independently. Uh, so what's 4 times 8? 28. 32. 32. 32 plus oh, yeah. 4. 36. Um, 36. So 36. You all take 36 health. I'm just barely not bloody. I... <laughs> Okay. Yeah, seven HP, so it's better. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna do one more uh, cast on you guys. Then uh, does that still hold, or is that a one-time deal, Mitch? Uh, let's see. Beacon of Hope is a concentration up to a minute, so go for it. Sweet. Uh, I'm gonna cast Healing Word at uh, third level on all three of them. So that is going to be. Uh... 3d8. Uh, cure wounds, I'm sorry. So yeah, 3d8, so that's uh, 24 plus 4. 24 28. plus 4, so 28. 28. 28. And I'm going to stop there because I've now burned uh, 6 spell slots. So okay. Perfect. We what need more you... fireballs from this boy, so you know, let's just calm down. Because I almost burned all of my key points. Actually, I, I can't cast fireball now. <laughs> uh, sorry, how much was that last one? 28. You all watch as uh, not very many people are going up to the bar to collect their weddings. Uh, we will. <laughs> oh, let's go. 
So I'm not good at math, so I'm just you guys are gonna have to tell me how much I win with each thing, so I'm gonna tell you right now. I was gonna say I think Ben wrote it down for all of us. <clears throat> Alright. Varus, as you go up you win <clears throat> uh nine thousand gold from betting on the team, uh three thousand gold from betting on Joe, two thousand on Sinrig, and <gasps> Sorry. Uh, did you remove the gold? I'm sorry. You actually run. Did you remove the gold? I should ask. Um, I did. I, I I can real quick. Basically, you won six thousand, one thousand, or six thousand, two thousand, one thousand, and five hundred. So that's six thousand, two thousand, ninety-five hundred gold altogether. Because you bet three thousand and you bet one thousand, right? Is that correct? Nine ninety-five hundred. You said okay. Mm -hmm. That's that's a lot of gold. When well, you, when you got a lot riding on it. Not gonna lie, I was I was kind of worried there for a, a minute. So, um. uh, I was too. Dozer, you won four thousand. Woo! Okay. Yeah. Woo! Aldis, you won. Uh, sorry. Uh, fifteen hundred. Yo, I'm fucking rich. I'm rich. Joe, you won uh, 6,000. <laughs> Someone write down for Sinrig that he won 3,000. Mitch, you got it? Yo, yeah. that's up for the money uh, that I was going to And down. Demetrius won uh, 4,800. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we get plus our original no that's not plus or... your original okay that's why i was so saying that... you, you I, i'm telling you your winnings not plus your original bet so if gotcha. you if you yeah, bet so if you had bet three thousand so like varus oh. won or for you in your case demetrius you won 4800 plus the 2400 you bet on you get that still all so. right <clears throat> any more matches before tomorrow Let's do this thing um i don't really think I don't really think it's a good idea for you to, uh, for there to be any more fights tonight. Uh, no, good. Go get Fisty up. He'll be down. I, I, look, uh, that was exciting. Uh, but and this is Hilda speaking, by the way, the blonde woman. I, I think it's probably best if you, if you just go. <laughs> you should probably just take the gold and go. You should probably. God, okay, you know, I'm, I'm kind of picking so, up. Uh, is it alright if we come back here for drinks another time? Yeah, let's come back sometime, huh? Have a bit of a row. Actually, I'm, I'm going to be thirsty now. Are you guys not thirsty? I would no, like a bit of No, we should, we should probably leave now. No, we should have, I believe we should have a beer here. We are entitled to drinks. I don't I even drink and I want to drink. I've had several beers here, so... Last I'm... time this many... So you don't, so you wouldn't want more and more? I mean, I, just, can, I, I drank like, like three people's beers. We came in here, yeah. <laughs> you can see the visual discomfort in Hilda right now. It's just like, I just wish. All they, this you. is like reveling in the physical discomfort that she's having. <laughs> every minute of it. What if, okay, wait, what if we like tell you when we're coming back? Wouldn't that draw a big crowd? Get a yeah, lot of drinks? You know, they yeah, must have a lot of fans. Well, to cheat and lose. We'll like, say what? tip wow. your waitress really That's well. That's crazy. What a guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So cool. I um I would I would need to ask Griff when he wakes up. 
Oh, you know, you ask him that. We'll oh, wait. We can wait. If you like. Oh, we wait, wait. Shit, is yeah. he okay? We can wait. No, no, let's wait and find out. I feel like uh, it's better. Oh, he, by the way, yeah, because since. Oh, and I, no, no, Dimitri's stabilized. He's spared the dying. That's right. We're waiting for him to wake up, right? Because we want to talk to him, right? Because I just want to find out, you know. Maybe he got. How did he get that glass lodged in his hand? That was hurt. I hope he's okay. Yeah, and wasn't there a winner's purse? Yeah, he cheated. It wasn't lodged in there. He used it to. Yeah. Oh, right. Really uh, no, that's, there would be a winner's purse for the team. Uh, it would have been 2,000 per person. So uh, Joe, Sinrig, and Dozer would take an extra 2,000. Thank you for the Look morning. Look at you guys go. Rolling in the gold. I feel like it's almost, you know, it's, it's important for us to be here when he wakes up because, you know, I want to find out what's going Like, I feel like that glass fell into his hand and that's really, you know, that's really unfortunate. That's, I, that's... I feel like you just exposed the, uh, the long-time owner of our establishment to cheating. Yes. And that's going to call into question a lot of his past wins. Yes. And uh, it's not going to be something you want to be around for. Why not? I feel like it's going to be a great show. <laughs> I've been hanging with Zoot too much. Sorry, what's, what's that? What's that? You need beer? Yes, of course. And she walks away. I, you, know, you know, guys, I think maybe maybe we shouldn't be present anymore. Okay, that is fine. That's why they call Her. it the gift. I mean, I've got beer in my satchel. Do you guys want that? We can, we can walk and drink. Yeah, we could have some toilet beer and walk around, yeah. Well, it's not toilet beer. I don't know. How do you make it? Where do you put it? Where do you keep it? I don't know. I have lots of supplies in my bag. In your toilet. Yeah, I got you. No, I don't use a toilet. What is a toilet? <laughs> hmm. What? I, I don't like that you asked that. <laughs> well, I don't like that at all. I'm an orphan street urchin <laughs> i mean i mean you know toilet is a word for <laughs> i don't you know something to aspire you're not to. you're not an early 1900s wizard okay like she said she said as she defecates into the gutter places very often that's so... look I, I i'm just gonna lay down the line right here i'm not jk rowling my fantasy world has toilets all right <laughs> Poop just doesn't well, magically I'm not disappear. It doesn't. I'm just no, it doesn't. No, <laughs> we haven't There's been no... in the toilets in a while. We were in a giant thing of water. You just stayed at the wiki. You just wiki stayed at Barefist Brewing. You just stayed at Barefist Brewing. He definitely has a toilet. Um, Aldous takes the time for that woman to run away to take out um, the wondrous pigments that he has, and he paints a permanent sign that says "cheat" on the bar. <laughs> Don't do that. We want to come back here. Ben Grimmel's there, right? We just won a shitload of money. I guess explosion. Uh, Grimmel and, and Zane have stayed behind at, at Barefist Brewing, so I'm going to try and get back to you okay. guys as soon as possible. All right, then never mind. Aldous doesn't do it because Joe convinces him otherwise. Just won a shitload of money and let it be, man. Just... Aldous is... I'll, okay, I'll express this in character. I just... I don't like when people cheat like that. It really rubs me the wrong way. Understood, but like he cheated... And I still beat his ass, so like he's the loser. And I am, you know, I am, I am impressed. I'm like, I think yes, this is probably. I just want to punish him more, you know. I wish I could do something. It just makes me mad. I suppose I should just walk away, though, right? That is probably the bigger thing to do. Yeah, I mean, like I was going to just leave him there and let him bleed out, but you know, Father Demetrius saved him, so. You're such a good guy, Father Demetrius. What would we do without you guys and Varus, man? We'd be like killing people like crazy. 
<laughs> we'd be like homeless people that kill them. Like, what are they? Murder hobos? Like that. Like, that's where we would be. It'd be crazy. Yeah, I am a murderous hobo. <laughs> it would just be murder hoboing and, and defecating in gutters. And, it, I would mean... like a big, it would be like a crazy world. All right, fine. Let's <laughs> Joe go. is just like, I feel like this guy's right? one year, right? So let's go. Let's get out of here. Like... I haven't, I haven't wiped my ass in 20 years. I, Dude, you got, I didn't, didn't say I didn't wipe my ass. I just said, when I'm out traveling, sometimes you got to poop. Uh, I don't... I, um, I don't Let's poop. go more in depth in this. Your dingleberries sound like wind chimes. I, everybody poops, guys. It's okay. All <laughs> right. So... I'm a robot. <laughs> you all uh, exit Punch Club, and as you do, getting many uh, stares of... Uh, some people are like, give you a thumbs up as you walk by. Uh, good fight. Uh, other people are like, like you caught, you just lost me a lot of money. And they very clearly, while they, while it's not your fault, uh, they're not happy about it, and they don't like looking at you at this very moment uh, as you guys exit the building. Uh, you make your way the long trek back to District Five to Barefist Brewing, and arrive to the brewery about dinner time see zane and grimald have already sat down for dinner uh waiting for all of you to come back how was your fighting adventure i hold up a shitload of gold ah Very profitable. profitable yes fruitful <clears throat> uh it's too bad we don't have a magic shop to go spin it in anymore what do you mean we oh, delirious cool with us now just so oh yeah you went there you like you we went to the we went to delirious she's cool with us you want to go real quick before she closes i think we should spend the next two hours doing this <laughs> <laughs> yeah you want to get an, get an order in real quick what were delirious right. items for the day uh it was a potion of speed no we haven't she'd been have, there she'd have new items at this point we can go oh. check we just picked up yeah. our other stuff. I think that was all we did. Yeah, we didn't. I don't. Did we go pick? Yeah, we picked yeah, up our stuff, I but we didn't my... ask her for new stuff, did we? Out I... of no. out of character. I uh, remember the way I do magic shops is that the inventory changes every session, every new session day. So like, if it's the same, if it's different sessions, same day, nothing changed. But by the time you guys rest, then something would have changed. So yes, there would be a new inventory at this point. We can go look if you'd like. I mean, I'm not opposed to seeing Deliria, but I, she was about it's not a pressing matter. It is what about is it? it is it is about closing time at this point. However, you guys still have all day tomorrow to go, and any 24-hour orders could be picked up before Carney's party on the next day after that. So, and tomorrow we get to go back to Harold and get our really dope clothes. Oh, we should go to a bathhouse. So I should go get a bath tomorrow. Yeah, I smell. I don't want to be stinky. I smell, and I have a lot of blood on me. Yeah, no, Zane, we talked to Deliria. We told her, like, hey, man, we're sorry. And she was cool. She made us wait, like, 40 minutes, but she was cool. I picked up this blood vial. Look at this. She took my vial. She took my blood, and she put it in a vial, and now my spells are stronger. It's crazy. What? Look at it. It's called a That's blood cool. vial. It's called a what? Bloodwell vial. It's a sorcerer thing. Are you a sorcerer? No. no. Okay, there's wizard things in there too. Look in Tasha's. 
just just look in Tasha's at magic items. Yeah. I would put them in like ASAP because there's so much shit in there that Ben opened oh. my eyes and it's wonderful. Guys, make I sure have... to look through the catalog before we go to the store tomorrow. <laughs> good idea. Here, I... Yeah, here's a. I should do that. Like that's the good in character. So give us this pamphlet here. You can look through this and I'll like, <laughs> slam down like a big book. Before we go, now we were ready because we kind of like fucked around for a long time and it was really annoying. Like, like she was like, guys, can you finish this real quick? Because people are leaving our stream. <laughs> I'm picturing like a JCPenney catalog though, where like someone's like showing off a ring of invisibility. <laughs> like the one in nothing, Red Dead. Just a picture of nothing because they're just like, <laughs> they're gone. <laughs> oh man, that's great. I almost <laughs> have enough money now for a life well tattoo. I only need 2,000 more gold. Oh my gosh. I have a 1,500 if you want some. No, I, I need it. Shit, dude. Shit. We just, I just need a black sapphire. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I can't. Unless I'm going to, unless I short rest right now, because I have like no power left. Well, if anyone has anything, unless anyone has anything else they'd like to do in the night, I know Sinrig will go out and do his plant thing for a bit. Um, unless anyone has anything else they'd like to do tonight outside of shopping, since it's about closing time, uh, you guys can go ahead and, and get to resting. Does anyone have anything else they want to do? Yeah. Okay. Should we play some poker? <clears throat> Let me see if I remember what all this spell takes. I'm going to play Dungeons and Dragons like Red Dead Redemption 2, and <laughs> we are going to play Blackjack for the next six hours. I was going to make the same joke about... Uh, <laughs> the money that we just won what's between the ourselves. What's the spell, Demetrius? Uh, I'm going to cast Legend Lore. Oh, you son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> what is that? I was going... To be fair, before Tavern Talk, I was going to do it on the place we're going to. Um, okay, so, uh, I lay out are you doing it, are you doing 25. it just in the, in the tavern? Uh, yeah. All right. If it's not, is it crowded in the tavern? I or? mean, it's about dinner time, but, you know, if you want to wait till after dinner and it lightens up a little bit, it's up to you, or you could just do it during dinner and it doesn't really matter. I'll wait till after dinner. Uh, okay. Uh, so you wait a little bit and then as wait the, until closing time, I guess, I don't know. If as the tavern begins to die down as you you know you guys have a spot upstairs remember too so as it begins to die down you find a time and a space where you can lay out the incense uh begin to burn it uh and place down these four ivory strips that you had picked up uh the day before i believe correct yes <clears throat> and you begin meditating what are uh, you focusing on hope veil Oh, that place. Oh, that Deliria had us, wants us to go to. What place? Um, yeah, uh, Hope Vale. She wants us to go there and bring back information and she'll give us money. She'll give us an item. She's going to give us the strength, the belt of fire. Uh, fire I giant. point to it on the map that we now have. She'll give us the fire giant strength belt for Sinrig. If we bring back any information that we have, we can find when we go there. Cool. Hmm. So. Okay. Uh, sorry, I need to complete the spell for him. 
As I just you... saw this all-purpose tool. Oh, man. As... Yeah, it's Sonic Screwdriver reference. As you focus on Hope Vale, Demetrius, you begin to hear whispers in the back of your ear. Beware this place which claims hope rests. For those who know it, avoid it like the plague. Eyes always watching. Minds never remembering. Is it Pleasantville? Memories. Memories. Like items exchanged in Hope Vale. And that's all I'll give you. I'm sorry, I thought you were done. I apologize. It's okay. I was thinking. I don't just have legend lore words written down on every town. <laughs> well, I thought it was a good I thought it was a good improvisation. Thank you. I enjoyed it. I'm I'm intrigued. I do kind of want to write it down though. Do you have that uh, again for me? Nope. <laughs> go well, go back and watch the session later. <laughs> it essentially sounds legend a little lore bit of Hope Vale, something about memories. Uh, you can check back at the uh, one hour, 33 minute mark. Sorry, go ahead, Joe. At bit.ly forward slash once upon a tavern. <laughs> Sounds very a la um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I was thinking Castle Oblivion. Yeah. Um, well, from what I gather about Hope Vale, the place where we are going for Deliria. It is not a very nice place. People who know about it tend to avoid it for good reason. Uh, something about their minds and their memories are traded like items it sounds maybe to have some sort of psionic properties so we might want to look into preparing something to shield our minds perhaps hmm. I do not know Deliria said she didn't want anything vague so we will still have to go, but I just thought a heads up would be nice. Yes. Yeah, that is more than we usually go with, so yeah, that's good information. <laughs> so do you guys want to do that? Tomorrow? We're going to do that after the party, right? Oh yeah, no, we're not going there yet. Okay. I mean, I mean after taking down the church, correct? 
Hold on, wait. Are we doing that? No, we're not. <laughs> Why on, are we... we not doing that? Hold on, we talked about this yesterday. Were you? Oh, gosh, you were there. Ah, yes. The oppressive force that has hurt almost everyone in this party that is now in charge of the city. But what are they really in charge? Like, that's they're the question. They, they probably, like, Sinric and I talk about it. And basically, like, they're not in charge of much right now, right? They have nothing. They have one. That's it. We need to get an army to fight the bigger threat. To parlay with the people who own this place and to maybe take down the church, we're going to get, what, like 20 guards? That's it. Like, it's not going to be useful for our cause. And then B, like, they're not really... Only, the only people we're pissing off, they're really pissing off, is the uh, Dragonborn, right? And, like, that sucks. But they're not, like, actively harming them. They're only actively harming the uprisings. They have actually harmed almost everyone in this party. Before, when they were avalid worshippers, but now we don't know what they worship. Nobody knows. They're just people who are hiding in their hole, pretending to have something that they don't have. I mean, I don't know, man. It just doesn't seem worth it for our time, for what we have to deal with, with the illithids and the avalids right and all now. that at home. Especially right now, I mean, it would be more beneficial to... Run errands uh, or deliria? Yes. No. no. It, it would be more, or or you can just keep interrupting me. Wow. <laughs> uh, no, I think it would be more beneficial for us to go talk to this Lord of Blades, use them as allies. It would be more beneficial for us to go to this place that Irokoria told us about and have Dragonborn as our allies as well. Um, I think it would be better for us to gain allies first before we try to do anything and also they're not doing anything right now. We don't need these people in the city have suffered enough for now. Let us let us not do another upheaval. These people need some stability and some time to heal and to have normal lives. Let's uh, under the oppression of the church. We're not doing anything to them right now. Oh yes, right now. Yeah. This horrible body that we have witnessed firsthand that I can tell you is awful is now in ch now holding the capital of the city and How we're just going to turn away and say oh they're not hurting anyone currently they just hurt someone before we were back to the city and they were hurting people for years before that I think you're saying it's wrong and nobody's arguing with you about that I guess we're just trying to have our priorities straight about what to do, because in the event the Illithids come to this plane, the church will die along with us. <laughs> and if we take our time dealing with that, it's going to be... It's just so, That's all. so then do I have a promise that no one here will do anything other than Illithid direct quests? my god, no. If you want to go kill the church, go ahead, but count me out. Listen, I'm not saying uh, we can... I guess the idea is we want to bolster our strength a little bit. In 24 hours since going from the water plane to here, I have all... Everybody in this group so far has already purchased a magic item and has had leads on other quests that could make us more powerful in order to assist in our our uh, you know liberation and our protection protecting of this realm. And then on top of that, 
liberation of this realm from said church and all these things. But if, I guess the idea is, it seems every time we leave, something happens and the church takes over and we cannot afford to stay here and constantly battle them and beg. So but why do we not just crush the church? That was the mistake we made last time. We let them stand. If you would Revolt. like to murder them all, I mean, I'm not going to persecute you or turn you into them or anything like that. I won't do that to you because you're my friend, but I don't know if I can stand with you against an entire, like these people, I, I, they're, it's going to be. They're harmless, right? That's why we're not dealing with them. So I why are you afraid? I am Revolt. I hate the church just as much as you do, but if we were to take down the church, who would be left to run the city? Anyone else. Who? If we took down the church today, who would you put in charge? We need to have some sort of at least a shell of a form of leadership if this city has any hope of surviving. We cannot just overthrow them, kill everyone in the church, and then hope that the city will figure it out and then leave again. Yes, there are other forces in the world that are bigger and we have to deal with eventually, but if we do not take the time to fix this for real. We have a responsibility to make sure that whoever is in charge after the church will stay in charge and will be good for the people and good for the city. So unless you can point me to the person or group of people who is going to do that, I know, you know I want to take them down. I know the families of one some degree it has been a while since i was in the social circles but i at least know them we all have had contact with many senators if we leave the senate in charge if we pull the districts if we ask for representatives after that leave it to democracy sorry that's april doing that <laughs> <laughs> Let him go. I suppose that is not wrong. It is a good cause, and I want to protect my home, and you want to protect yours. Yeah, we're the ones that... And I, because we are the ones with means. Yeah, but the... also, I'm sorry. I am from Eleven. The senators, the wealthy, what have they done for the people in Eleven? Nothing. So putting them in charge is another evil that is not going to take care of the people. Right now, nobody is harming them and the people are able, as Sinrig has been doing, trying to help them provide for themselves, independent of whoever is in charge. Oh yeah, uh, out of character. Sinrig is casting like a plant explosion. <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but in like a super, district. like it's a super fertile ground in like 11, 13, and somewhere he's else. Basically, he's basically, he is going about the philosophy that um, 
to a, to help the people help themselves. So he is fer he is creating the he's making the ground throughout all of the poor districts fertile, so that come spring, uh, food grows and no one's starving, and suddenly, you know, they aren't being put down. Um, and I believe that is that is a good start and a good resolution to the yes. problem you are having with the people in left. I don't know. I don't know, Grimald. I, I agree with you, but I feel like taking on a government that large right now, or whether they are large or not. They... How long? Wait, sorry, really quick. Out of character. How long were we gone from the city again? About twenty days. Okay. In less than a month, they took the capital. What's to say they won't just take control of these farmlands? That is true. And you know what? I suppose tomorrow, if you'd like, instead of going to Delirious, I will go with you to the capital and we will murder the people who run this place. I will I will not be in attendance. I will be going to the <laughs> orphanage to see to the poor um and the people who are actually helping the people of this city i will not be going i will not be murdering people for a cause that you believe to be righteous when it is not necessarily what is best for the people of the city when i worked for the church what were your words towards me joe did you believe i was harmless did you believe that my beliefs were no big deal. Or were you constantly hounding me about being a part of a dangerous and brutal regime? Oh, I and just don't, you I don't like authority at all. Any police, I don't like I don't like any of the guards. I don't like any of the people that are rich. I don't like any of the people in power. I yes, the church is before it was very much oppressive on the people. And who's, I'm not saying that it's not going to be in the future, but I am not okay with going into a building because, oh, there could possibly be bad things that could, might, maybe happen. I'm going to go murder all of these people. I'm not doing that. You may, and that is fine, and I will not judge you for it because I have murdered people in the past for my own revenge, but I will not be a part of that story. This... Grimald, Zane, hypothetically speaking, could the Senate function without the church? Could there be a separation of the Senate and the church? I do believe the church was the very reason the Senate had as many problems as it did. It's worth noting that the church did not disband the Senate. Girgagax did. So, that is also worth noting as well. How many cubic feet is a trebuchet? <laughs> uh, continue, I'll get back to you. I if you know that ask, I can toss... One. I know that I can toss an object up to 300, uh, 300 meters away. And how heavy is that object? I, one second, trebuchet... I'm sorry, I just thought of the scene from uh, Outlaw King with the trebuchet at the beginning. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Fucking, oh my god. This, this is in part my fault directly. 95 kilograms. 
when we when we took time apart I went to kill Vitio to strike down all the church's hierarchy and when I found nothing but fanatics who truly believed in a false god I took pity and that pity allowed them to grow it allowed them to take one and if we are gone for 20 more days they may take another district and in 20 more days they may take another this is not something i can turn away from i do agree we should be wary of them However, we need to know what we're propping up in this place. <clears throat> we can't just walk in there and cut off some heads and the city is better for it. That is agreed. We are going to a party with, though not reputable, some of the more powerful people in the in some districts. We we can gain some knowledge on the situation. And if you choose not to go with me, I can appreciate that, that you are doing something greater. But I was a part of this. I forwarded it. It is not something that should be in the world for anyone. And therefore, I must deal with my mistakes. Yes, I've seen what... In Gigagax's wake, what has happened to my people. And I wish to... Take some steps to bring them back into... Some semblance of... The community we once had. I think it would... I think as... Yes, Father Demetrius was saying, perhaps we could reinstate the Senate representatives, new representatives from all the districts. But we need to, I think this party is important to rub elbows, see who's out there, the powers that be. Then we will kill the church. So am I fading this trebuchet or not? Because it takes 353 cubic feet of the thousand that I have, and I'm just curious. I think we will not do anything rash until after the party, my friend. Mike, Mike Flores, <clears throat> I, want, I just want to remind you, it cannot be worth more than 25 gold, which means that the DM can make it made of cheese if he wants to. Because it can only be worth 25 gold. Uh, so, are you telling me that I should be upset about a cheese trebuchet? Uh, you know, honestly. A budget trebuchet. <laughs> Throw some cheese my way. <laughs> but you know, like, but like the, the rule is, is that if like you make a whole bunch of gold coins, let's say, they're all fake gold coins. Because uh, they have to be worth 25. Right, exactly, exactly. It's right. a deal with the devil. Yeah, well, monkey's that's pot, that's a terrifying How story. much do you think like an M9 is? Probably like 20 bucks, right? <laughs> In America, yeah. If you go to Walmart, um, they're still easy, expensive. Baby, twenty-two caliber rifle. <laughs> uh, no. 
So like I'm making this trip, you say we're gonna go attack the place tomorrow, right? Mm. Whatever you guys do, I will not be a part of, so. We're going tomorrow morning, right? No, I'm going to the orphanage, taking a bath and picking up my clothes. At dawn, red dawn, right? Like the dawn of the Wolverines, we're gonna go kill everybody in that house. I guess, uh, actually I should say, since I, since I can get a word in really quick. Uh, it's actually, I guess, 3,375 cubic feet, right? Like, because it's it says that, I just found in the book, it's a huge object, which is just be 15 by 15 by 15 would be the easiest situation. So, yeah, so there you go. All right, I need three pots. We need two more of these pots. That was a lot of money, wasn't it? <laughs> We're going, right, tomorrow at dawn. Aldous. You know, what you go right now. Grimo, do you see how crazy it is when, like, you don't listen? You see, like, you're getting, like, see, just pause for a second, okay? We're going to figure this out. I like you. I we like are you. literally saying we are going to leave and hope nothing wrong happens. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is when I get bridled up about things, too, I do this as well. And I get upset. Banish yourself? Yes, I do. Yes, I banish myself. It was a mistake. You, were, you missed the whole apology thing I did last time. But I'm sorry, okay? I told you guys, and I appreciate you guys coming to help me and help my kingdom and do what needs to be done for my people. Which is why, if you want to go tomorrow, I'm I'm with you. I will stand with you. Whether it's just you and I against the whole church, I don't give a shit. I'll be there. But I feel like the people in this room have your best intentions at heart. And having your best intentions means having the best intentions of everybody you stand for. Which you stand against the church. And we are standing against the church. I promise you, that's what we're here for. But just, just let us figure it out on our own terms, and you're gonna have, a, you're gonna have, a, a, you're gonna be way more sure of success, right? The percentage chance of winning between me and you versus the whole church, and then me, you, everybody in this room, and on top of that, hopefully, the Lord of Blades, other people are coming, right? If we can get a whole crew here, man, we're gonna tear down that church. That is, that is an end goal. I promise you, it is part of, it is part of the plan. But just. Let us build ourselves up. Let us let us become what we have to become to do this. Inaction is what got the church here. You are you are right. You're right. You, you I, I everything you're saying is correct. I, I cannot disagree with that. And again, if you want to go tomorrow, if you want to go now, I'm with you. I will stand with you. I will I will cast lightning bolts at a building until I'm shot down with arrows. But I don't think it's gonna make a statement. It's not about a statement. It's about toppling a brutal regime. Yes. Yes, I agree. So I let agree. us, if you are on my side, then let us gain some information about them, maybe through the party, and go from there. Oh, that is great, yeah. Were we getting information? I was building designing a trezebuchet. I'm sorry, is that, did we decide <laughs> on that? He looks up from his paper. What? Oh, we're going to the party? Yeah, okay. Then, yeah, let's go to the party. I was literally looking up trebuchet pictures. I didn't listen to anything that happened in the last five minutes. Great. So this was more circular arguments thanks to Mike's trebuchet obsession. All right, moving on. You all go upstairs to rest, the DM says, because listen, if you've you... made a decision, you don't get to come back from it now, even okay. if it is two days' time. So you're the save point. You have I, yep, to the save point. Yep, it's it. done. Okay. You're moving on. Um, <laughs> come back to this moment. <laughs> you all head upstairs, uh, exhausted. After after Klaus just like, you need to go. I, I, I'm just really, it's midnight. I'm tired of hearing you guys yell at each other. Uh, go upstairs and go to bed. 
Uh, you all head upstairs to the loft. Little hay, packed with hay and nice and warm as you all uh, lay down, roll out your bedrolls, and fall asleep. And that's where we're going to go ahead and take a break. So, uh, we will be back in 15 minutes, so that means like 6.51, 52-ish. Uh, we will come back. We will spend the last day of free time they have before they have to get all fancy for the party. Hey, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to the Once Upon a Tavern podcast. You can follow us at facebook.com slash once upon a tavern, at Twitter at once upon a tavern, and on Instagram at once upon a tavern. Now let's get back to the game. And welcome back. <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> I just uh I just ate some keto yogurt, which is quite thick in my mouth. So uh you should put your mic a little bit closer because you moved it away to eat and name now it's screen name thick in my mouth. Oh god. Uh, in his lips like smacking my lips like a grandma tasting cottage cheese. Ew. Shit. Sounds like uh, the eighth layer of hell for me. That's what my, my great aunt used to tell, always taste things like this. She would like taste something and she'd be like, she'd like eat it and she'd be like, hmm, that's good. Like James Cameron <laughs> drinking milk. Like, mm. <laughs> you mean Ridley I, Scott? I don't like any of this. Ridley Scott, sorry, Ridley Scott. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, all right, getting back into it. I was going to say, James Cameron drinking milk. Like, what is he planning the next Avatar? <laughs> <laughs> Ridley Scott, all of his all of his robots are full of milk. What if they were green? Um. All right, moving on. The next day comes, the forty third day of winter. The day is yours. You have. Does anyone have anything specific they would like to do today? The final full day before Carney Troskel's party. I want to go recruit Fisty. <laughs> um, not gonna lie, I would like to go see what uh, Delaria has today. Okay. Because I got money. <laughs> I want to see what she's got. I'll tag along for that. I'm there, baby. I'd like okay, to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen Deliria, so I would like to personally apologize. Oh, your <laughs> mic mean... sounds crazy weird, Grimold. No, um, it's. You can echo. No, no. I've got I've got two hours and ten minutes. Let's go to the shop. <laughs> no, but I uh. I, don't, I think Ben heard me. I don't know if he did. What What did you say? I I do not want to go to Delirious. I want to go okay. to Eleven and visit Leon. Okay. And then I want to go to a bath. Okay. All right. So we'll start with those of you who are going to Deliria. Uh, put your hand up by your face so I know you are going. But can I also get a bath afterwards? Sure, yeah. I mean, you guys can meet up at the bath afterwards. Wait, does does Joe not know what a toilet is, but she knows what a bath is? Oh, yeah. That's hey, what you, you, you She's actually you never had the a bath. bath. No, They're one the and the same, my friend. Yeah, Joe does both for, yeah. No, she's never had a bath before, so this is going to be a very strange experience. She's never had enough money to go to a bathhouse. All right. Wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me a bath is just like a big toilet that you lay in? I love it. What a great idea. Who thought of this? Your your words were coming out of your mouth, but Joe's mouth was actually. 
I, I feel like you're saying part of word. Are you trying to say spaghetti? Spaghetti. <laughs> all right. So you guys are all going to. Uh, some of you are going to Delirious. Uh, Joe is going to Leon's, and you will all meet up at the bathhouse afterwards. Uh, the bathhouse. There's a bathhouse, a nice one in District Five, not too far from the tavern that you guys, or from the bar that you guys can uh, meet up at. So. Starting off with those of you going to Deliria, you walk down the streets of District 5 and walk into the door of Deliria's home, the bell ringing, and her long, lanky form <laughs> comes out from behind the curtain. Oh, Grimmauld, dear. You were missed. Deliria. Well... I believe I delivered everything. What can I help you with? You could accept my personal apology for how abruptly we left you last time. Oh dear. She rubs her hand, finger along your cheek. I never took anything that happened personally from you. You have been nothing but kind to us and should, should we give them some time or could <laughs> would appreciate a glance at your current items okay roll persuasion check plus a d10 for me please Grimald's great at persuasion it's just all about which table i roll on Uh, you said plus what? Plus a d10. D10. Mitch, I'm so glad you had the same idea as me with personal items. <laughs> I'm a pervert, yeah. 27? 27. She whips out her catalog for the day. First of all. We're both pale and gangly. <laughs> we just get each other. Mm. I do have some new things that you may find interesting. First of all, I have this here, and she holds up an amulet. Um, one that I believe you guys recognize, as it is an amulet of proof against detection and location. Uh, I believe someone has gotten one of those already, if I recall. This amulet protects you from scrying spells, things of that nature. I also have uh, this rod here, a rod of the Pact Keeper. Simple. Grimal didn't sign up for no rod. Plus, that's also only for uh, warlock. Plus one item only for warlocks, unfortunately, as the disembodied voice said. So, yeah, probably not very good for you. And finally, this broom. And she sets Fuck it. Fuck up behind the broom. Nimbus 2000. Oh, this is in it. And Nimbus 2000. Are you kidding me? Let's play Quidditch. Wait, is it? It's a Numbus 900, right? It's a Numbus 900. <laughs> Uh, it's a broom that you can use to sweep and also that you can use to fly. 
How much for the room? <laughs> a flying water boy? For the broom, 600 gold pieces. What? Fucking gone, baby. Dude, flying robot. <laughs> Damn it. How many brooms do you have? Yeah, if you have got... Only one. Do you have... <sighs> Listen, how about this? How about this? What if we all pitch in and we, like, share the broom? Like, I have it on Mondays and Tuesdays, you get it on Wednesdays and Thursdays. It, you can, know what? it can carry up to 400 pounds, so... You know, Ooh, I can like, dig that. I think like it will it. fit my aesthetic really well. So, yes, I will chip in for mm, your that broom. That sounds good. Yeah, I'll chip in. We can split them like a girlfriend. I like that Vares is like, I want to have things that all make me fly. I yeah, don't boots. you have those boots that make you fly? Wait, I hold have on. a broom. What is, why do you need the broom? <laughs> I plan to have the boots, the broom. I'm going to have wings. It's going to be something else. <laughs> Zane, Zane puts his hand on Aldous' shoulder and says, Broom shakalaka. Uh. <laughs> I'll, I'll just like, I'll just give you. Zane is the honorary dad because well, all no, these. No. <laughs> I'll just like turns and like gives you knocks, and because we're both lightning boys, it just like sparks as we. Ooh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> like just, 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 just a tiny little lightning bulb. Like a little bitty baby, <laughs> like a little bitty baby lightning bulb. And it's a great time. <laughs> I love it. So okay, sorry, my my headset went out, so I know about the broom. Uh, was there another item we discussed? Uh, the only one pertinent to you would be this amulet of proof against detection and location. How much is that one? Mm. Also 600. But it requires attunement. Uh, I don't have no more Sold. space. That ain't, a bad, that ain't a bad thing for someone to have. especially like, Sold. You want it? Sold. Okay, man. It's yours, I guess. It's yours. And she hands out the amulet in return for 600 gold. Um, how do you want to do this? Who else is chipping in on this broom? Ramal, uh, you, you look like you were interested. You know what? I'll give 200. Does that sound fair? I'll do 200. I'll do, I'll do 200. That's fine. I'll stay on the ground, thanks. I, I believe that's fine for me. I've always wanted to be a witch. I'll chip in. You want to do the 200 too? All right. <laughs> yeah. And then Grimald, if you want it, just like, you know, holler at us. It's fine. The idea of flying sounded wonderful at first, but then I remembered going underwater, and that was horrifying. <laughs> oh, it's like a different thing, though. It's, it's like good. super thin water. You can actually <laughs> still breathe without having to use any sort of there's magical a, enchantments. There's a command word, right? Like, don't, if I'm not mistaken, for that room that you have to say, right? Accio. Uh, no, there is uh, there is no. not. It is simply... Let me double check. Oh, was, you uh, are correct. Uh... You must speak its command word. Yep, yep. Uh, it would be the uh, it would be an Elven word for up. So let me get the Elven Elvish translator. How about, how about Ben? You just get to make it up. <laughs> Fucking yip yip hey. kill me. Oh, no no no! It's not the Elven word for up. It's whatever you want it to be. No, nope. I want it to be the Elvish word for up. So. Right, which Elvish? Are we talking Tolkien? Or are we talking? <laughs> D &D? We're talking we... this 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 one thing I have. Yep yep. <laughs> yep, yep is amazing, but I just got my nephew like a big plush Appa. That was his birth, his, his Christmas present. Oh, that's the best. It was so perfect. And best I got my uncle a big plush Demogorgon from Stranger Things. Nice. <laughs> it's horrifying. It's basically <laughs> up. It's actually not horrifying. It's pretty cute, actually. She loved it. They got rid of the horrifying nature of it. Just made it look like a big flower with teeth. Uh, it'll be day. 
D-E. Okay. Dayman, oh! Awesome. Fighter of the night, man. Is it uh, Amulet of Proof Against Detection and Location? Yes. Okay, got it. Amping up the sun. Hmm. Well, is there anything else I can do to help you? Um, I was going to see, uh, what do your staves look like? I don't have any in stock at the moment, but I could see about getting some shipped in. Ah. Yeah, she can ship things too, Mark and Matt. I know you guys weren't here yesterday, but she can ship things. So if you see something that you like, that like the plus, or we got like some plus stuff items for like our spells and stuff. So. What are you interested in, dear? Oh, that's right. You have a plus three rapier. You... Um, some sort of uh, staff that helps with healing. Ooh. I can get it. It would require attunement. And, of course, you'd have to pay the shipping costs on such a thing. Naturally. For an item such as that, 12,000 gold pieces. 12,000? 6,000 now, and 6,000 upon delivery. What is it? What is it? What are you trying to buy? Staff of healing. What does that do? I would imagine it heals. Well, I mean, if it's helping us, like, right? Like, we're the ones going to be healed. So, like, I feel like if we all kind of, that's like a good item for everybody. For the record, uh, Colin, out of character, I've looked it over. If, the, if, if bards, if fucking bards can attune to this, I'd say a divine soul sorcerer can so, attune to this. I'm gonna say divine soul sorcerer is basically a cleric. Right. You you can so. you can attune to this. Okay. Um, right. No. Uh, no one has to pitch in for this. I'm more than willing to foot the bill. You know what? Let's do it. Six hundred. I'm sorry. Six thousand. Now. Six thousand upon delivery. Um, oh yeah, dude. I love it. Are you, are you able to stencil anything into the staff? Hmm. I don't see for why. An added, for an added bonus, you hmm. know, I'll throw it. Don't worry about it, as long as it's not complicated. No, I just want you to write, heroes never die on the staff. <laughs> I wanted you to make four lines that are perpendicular with each other. Common, Elvish. Also, can also, can you inscribe Ugu as well? Ugu? <laughs> Callan, you know the second you get this, I'm going to start shouting, I need healing! <laughs> can, you make, can you make a skull? Can you make a skull? But like, with like, with like, ha ha next to it, so everybody knows that I tell really funny jokes. That's and then quiet. on my forehead, can you tattoo damaged? So that people know I'm Alright, that's up. enough. Um... <laughs> I can I can easily get that on the staff. I'll for, send you the reference, April. For Sorry. no for no charge. Um. Yes. So six thousand now. Then. Uh, yes. It would take about a week. That's fine. I'm sure I won't be going anywhere. <laughs> See, you're taking your time doing my task, but that is fine. All good things coming to I don't know. Know what I'm trying to say right now. Remember we talked about that? Take what? your time. 
She's going to the party too, is what I'm saying. Like she knows we're going to the party first. Which is tomorrow. Yeah, we're gonna be there. What are you gonna wear? Mañana. A dress. Oh, it's gonna be very revealing too, I imagine. Stunning. I have no I would doubt. Imagine. No matter oh, yeah, he, he could do it. <laughs> Stunning. No oh, you know, dear. <laughs> now, Deliria. Hmm. You know my history with the church is very muddled. Hmm. Is there any way you could give me information on their current power grab? What are you willing to give me, dear? What do you desire, Deliria? Oh, he's <laughs> Lucifering her! Yes! You know what I desire, dear. Many things. I was about to say, Ben, I roll a check to see if I know? <laughs> Gold. Company. I would tell you, if you act as my date to the party tomorrow. Deliria, if I wasn't gaining this information, which is all too important to me, I would turn it down simply because accompanying you would be an honor. And Grimold bows awkwardly deep. <laughs> so charming. You lean over somebody and I'm like, did you see that bow? That was a really deep bow. <laughs> <laughs> see that bow? You are a man of your word, I know. So I shall tell you now. What exactly do you wish to know? What has the church gained with taking the spire, and why have they not hmm. reached out to others? Isolation, mostly, is the big one here. They... Well, you may have noticed the lack of guards in the streets. It's because most of the guards have been called back to one, to protect it. If you've tried to get to one, you would notice barricades in the streets. I know of many little urchins that whisper in my ear that claim that the once secret entrances into the capital they no longer have. They've been blocked as well. Truth be told, we do not know what they are here for. We only ever see them come out when they're hunting a warforged, or what they're trying to gain, but their numbers are small. Between the ones killed in the Dragonborn fight and the ones who die trying to capture warforged, I know they have no army. Not to mention the number of defectors that I've heard since this has all begun. I'd say a couple hundred at most. I do not know what they try to gain. For I have not asked. And as I've said, my little urchins can't get in. However... 
I'm sure there are many who have some ideas that you can ask tomorrow. You can pick me up here at 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock shot. Very good. Is there anything else I can help you all with? Uh, you don't do tattoos, do you? I do. You need to pay the labor, of course, and you need the dust required for that tattoo. Or do you just mean regular tattoos? No, I, I want I want a sick tattoo. Like a magical tattoo? Yeah, like a skull. What kind of tattoo? Like a skull that says, like... like I'm very confused. Do you want just a tattoo, or do you want a tattoo with magical properties? Oh, yeah, magic, badass tattoo. It's like a skull. <laughs> oh, I'm imagining magical <laughs> tattoos as the most gaudy tattoos now. <laughs> like a tattoo Sorry. of strength that just, like, a okay, gnome Okay, you, you gave us a list <laughs> before, right? Like, like there was... It's in Tosh. Are, are you suggesting... Okay. Are you uh, suggesting okay. that if we paint I'll, flames I'll on Dozer that, that he'll move faster? I'll thumb through that and we can get back to it, okay? And <laughs> we can just ret retcon that? Retcon that? Okay. No, it happened. Um, okay. If you go to your inventory, if you go to equipment and click manage equipment and then in add items, type tattoo, that should come up with a list, I think someone Thank said. Thank you. Thank you. Colin and I also asked about three different ones, and we have uh, the gems needed and the prices on those three, too. Um, just so that we had them for later use, I believe. Uh, I about the blood, the blood lust one. No, blood fury and the life well. And I think Colin, what you asked about the AC one, right? The barrier tattoo. Yeah, I did. I just, I, it's gonna take a while to find the gem for that. Yeah. What's the life well one? I know that's gonna be expensive because I think that was like. Actually, the, the life well tiers. one. The life well one's not as expensive. It's twenty. It's twenty thousand GP. Um, and it's a black sapphire dust. Um, and the life well, it allows you when you die, like if you would get knocked unconscious, you you have you come back automatically with one HP. Yeah. Oh shit! I meant to go to the jeweler to see if I could buy two thousand dollars worth of amethyst dust. Fuck. You still could if you want. I, I don't want to spend the whole another session shopping though. I mean, we could just make it quick if you want. Okay. You basically need a 2,000 gold piece amethyst, which is yeah. a, a, I want to be clear, a rather large amethyst. Um, Couldn't I buy $2,000 worth of amethysts? So? Sure, 2,000 gold worth of amethyst. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, you could. So we can go, we can explore that option. Oh, shit. Sorry. <clears throat> Eldritch Claw Tattoo. Is that what you're interested in? I am. It gives me reach to 15 feet, and it gives me an extra 1d6 of damage on a melee hit. Uh, so for this tattoo, a simple 600 gold. This is not that intensive. Mm. Um, as for the... Can I have it as a skull with tendrils coming out? Uh, sure, I don't care. Uh... <laughs> That'd be awesome. As for what kind of gems I would need for that. And make sure you write this down, because I don't. Hmm. Why did she make those noises? Okay. Have I used bloodstone yet? 
Have I no, used? You thought about it, but you didn't. I don't believe you did. It was the one. Sorry. Yeah. Let me look at my notes. Hold on. It might have been the one that I asked about. The Blood Fury. Hold on. How do I look at the other one? But I want everybody to know how messed up I am. Just want everybody to know that I'm really messed up. <laughs> no, yeah, no, the Blood Fury is Ruby Dust, so you're good. So Bloodstone Dust, 2,000 gold pieces worth. Good? Do I have to give somebody 2,000 gold pieces? You have to buy a... I do not have Bloodstone. I don't have these gems. You need to find them or buy them. So nobody here has any? <clears throat> Damn. Okay. It's really Good. a spur of the moment thing. Hold on. There's a Julia down kinda the street. Kind of taking the wind out of my sails here. Uh... Yeah, kind of. I was just going to go straight for the, the skull before I could change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now. Uh, okay, I'm going to go pop by the jewel. I'm going to go pop by the jewelers. Get some uh, bloodstone dust for 2000 Come right back. Then we'll whip this bad boy up. All right, oh, so. Oh, jewel, jewel Asco. Just really, really quickly, we're gonna have you, uh, you and Varus head over to the jeweler. Um, a a little halfling woman, uh, who is dressed nicely. She's got a nice little, uh, nice some, some nice robes on, some nice purple robes. Uh, she's going to take a look for you. So, for Bloodstone, for two thousand gold pieces worth of Bloodstone. And your average bloodstone size, you're looking at <coughs> uh, you're gonna need about forty bloodstones in order to do that. Um, there's a chance bloodstones, I'd say, are are they they are fairly common. So she has quite a few. Let's see how many she has for you. Ooh. She has 22 bloodstones available right now. Uh, she can order more, but it'd take some time. Uh, okay, let me keep looking. I'm gonna keep perusing. Okay, and as for you, um, Amethyst, you'd need 20 stones of Amethyst to make 2,000 Varus. That's what you said, right, Ameth Amethyst? Yeah, it's Amethyst. She has enough. So it's two thousand gold pieces if you want if you want to get your twenty ameth twenty amethyst stones. And and uh to grind them up, um that's gonna take a bit of work. Uh I'd have to charge you as well for that. So altogether you're looking at about twenty five hundred gold pieces. And how much is the tattoo gonna cost me? Uh which tattoo was it again? It is, uh, one second. The barrier? Yeah, barrier, it's, it's, the right? rare, it's the rare one. It's the barrier rare one. Barrier tattoo? Yeah, uh, rare. And you're looking for the rare one? It's expensive. I forget how much exactly I said, but it's somewhere in the 10,000 range. That's I sure. think you did say 10,000 and then 2,000 for the amethyst. Yeah. Fuck. Um, 
What about uncommon? What would that cost me? 600. Um, you know what? I'm gonna do that one. Yeah. Is that you said how much? You said it was six thousand. Six hundred. Six hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll do that easily. So that's still two thousand amethyst, or yeah, it's still the same amount. All right, I'm gonna get that amethyst. All right. My AC is thirteen. If I got the uncommon one, it would put my AC at sixteen. So okay. that's pretty good. All right, so twenty-five hundred gold for the amethyst. Okay. And then you head back over to Deliria's, present the uh, the gold and the ground-up dust, and she takes you in back, um, where she shows you this machine of sorts, um, kind of built. Uh, it's got a, a little wheel on it with a little tube where she takes the dust and she pours it into a little funnel at the top of the wheel, and it clicks on and you watch as the dust for this just kind of gets filtered through this tube up to a little pen that she has and she goes where would you like it i uh, suppose on my right arm up um or it's full arm isn't it it's a whole arm yeah very good and what I'm would you, sure. any preferences um otherwise i'll just go with the usual what's the usual a tall Fortress shield along the arm. I want you to draw this color matter. Uh, it'll come out amethyst. It'll be amethyst colored. What color is amethyst? That's purple, right? Yeah, it's like a pink purple. I want a pink purple dragon on my arm. <laughs> of course you do. And she begins uh, work on it. That takes some time. Um, so we'll come back to that. Bill, did you figure something out? Okay. <clears throat> I really want to do the spell rot third level. What kind of... Uh, it's just a third level spell that I can cast. Um, once a day, I think. Uh, it's an uncommon, so that'll be 600 gold pieces. Okay. Um... <clears throat> It will be, I'm going to say, oh, it's uncommon. Very good, very good, very good. Uh, let's say, um, Jade, Jade Dust. Do we have that available? Uh, so after going back to Delirias and then back to the jewelers uh, to get the information, yes, I can get you. She can get you twenty five hundred or two thousand gold worth of uh, jade. jade, and then also it's going to be an extra five hundred for to grind it all up. So twenty five hundred altogether. So thirty one hundred total for this tattoo that it would cost me. Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So I just want some quick opinions. I'm just going to run it down. Okay, uh, so uh, Call Lightning uh, gives me a rain cloud that shoots lightning bolts for 3d10 damage once per turn at the beginning of my turn. Fireball, obviously. I'm gonna. Crusader, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna let you take just take some time to figure it out. Um, talk about it in the chat. 
because we're gonna i'm just gonna move on while you think about it okay yeah, I'll take out the gold, and then I'll have that decision. Okay. All right, and Deliria is completely tied up for the rest of the day then, guys. She's not going to be able to help anyone else out doing those two tattoos. So, with that, I'm going to go ahead and transition over to Joe, who arrives in District 11 on the steps of the orphanage, the Josefina Bartholomew home for wayward children. Joe, you knock? Yes, I do. Okay. You knock on the door. You wait a moment before the door opens up and you see an older man. He looks at you and he goes, Yes, ma'am. How may I help you? Hi. Um, I would like to, I know that you are very, probably very busy, um, but I was wondering if I could have a moment with uh, Leon. The owner of this orphanage. You see him take a deep breath as if this is happening too much lately. And he goes, do you have an appointment? Uh, no, but uh, he is a very old friend of mine. Name? And I look at the sign, and I look at him, and I say, Josefina Bartholomew. Roll persuasion check. <laughs> He doesn't believe me. The one time Joe tells the truth about who she is. Oh, God. Roll real dice, April. Oh, crit fail. One moment. And he shuts the door. <laughs> I'll just sit on the steps. <laughs> uh, you wait a moment. And the door finally opens again. And, and Leon is, is there. And he's just... Um, he asked me if I want, if I should quit the guards. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I seem to have that, the people seem to have that reaction with me a lot. I'm sorry, I'm, you I've know, been told yeah. that I'm a bit, uh, abrasive. He comes and sits down on the steps with you and he's like, what's up? Well, I just, uh, we got back from, uh, my God, you are not going to believe where I was. You are not going to believe this. I still can't believe it. I was in a water plane. Like, I was on another plane. Like I just, didn't even know that that was, like, a thing that I could do. And I, I was there. Just all water? How did you breathe? Well, um, Deliria, you know how, in five, the the magic items. I've, yeah, I've heard did, of her, yes. Yeah, yeah, she had some, uh, and I pull out my bag, and I pull out, like, the, the blue beret <laughs> to show him. Yeah, so this apparently, like, just allows me to breathe underwater. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, looks, uh, stylish, yes? Not really, you know, not, no, not, not really, my no. thing, but, uh... uh <laughs> no, not, not at all. <laughs> Took it off immediately once I got back here. I was like, screw this, I don't want it. Um, no, it wasn't that bad. There was, like, an island. It was nice and warm there, so it was a nice little break from this terrible weather. <laughs> yes, uh, I could imagine it would be, uh... It'd be, uh, I, would, I would like a vacation to a nice warm island as well. Right. Well, not much of a vacation. There was, like, fire and, like, fighting and, and, and <laughs> you know, abolites and, and monsters. And yes, it yes, was yes. not very relaxing, actually. There was only, like, like, a half a day that was sort of relaxing. 
My life is pretty stressful, actually. But you know, that's fine. We, let's done talking about me. I don't want to talk about me anymore. How is it going here? I was there like a lot of when who was his? What's his name that opened the door? Frederick? Is that his name? Yes. Um, did I see a lot of like activity happening inside the orphanage? Like, uh, you didn't see it inside, but you do hear the kids laughing outside. They're around the back right now. Got it. So, um, so it seems like uh, the orphanage is uh, taking off. Uh, tell me a little bit about how things have been going. We've had lots of donations, uh, lots of uh, support from the community, uh, mostly because many of the cart, cart owners around here are not looking, are looking to get rid of the kids who keep stealing off of their cart. So <laughs> they have been dragging their children, the, the children they catch here, which has been helpful. And I've been able to accept them because I've had many donations. Your Furbog friend is one of them. He has donated uh, just yesterday. He came by. Really? Yes. He's been just giving donations? Yeah, yesterday he had. Uh, he uh, brought by, I think, like 600 gold. It was very oh. nice of him. Yes, that did. <clears throat> I, I figured he would, I figured that was arranged. I'm sorry. I, that he, he might he might have wanted to keep that a secret. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said. Uh, no. Look. No, oh, it's just. Uh, and he looks past you, and you see uh, Elena walking up. She goes, "Hello." Yes, Elena, and he stands up and goes to kiss her. She's carrying uh, like a bunch of like bags right now with her she's she looks at you and just kind of glares and she goes what is she doing here we are just talking she is just telling me about her adventures on, on the water plane it sounds exciting oh yeah well yeah sort of <laughs> hey you need to try this on and she hands him one of the bags and he goes I, I don't really want to go. And she goes, you were invited. It's a good time. It's a good chance to get to know people, get more donations. You have to try this on. And he goes, all right. I have to try this on. Elena, keep her company. And she just kind of shoots him daggers, and he walks off. I also, like, awkwardly just like... <laughs> she goes, are you accustomed to just sitting out in the cold, or...? Oh, I mean... Yeah, we, we can go inside. Do you want to go inside? We could. Let's go inside. Oh, okay. And she walks inside, leading you in. Be sure to wipe your feet. And... I look down at my feet that just have wraps on them. Because <laughs> <laughs> I haven't um... been able to wear shoes. Oh. Do you want something <laughs> to drink or... Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. Good. You all sit there in awkward <laughs> silence for yeah. a minute. I say, I like try to make small talk, but it's Joe, and she's not very charismatic. So the, uh, the, the, the weather. It is uh, cold. How about yeah. those dolphins? <laughs> yes, cold, very. Yes, quite. Soon enough, Leon comes walking down the steps. And he goes, I feel like I can't move in this. And you see he's wearing like a, a three-piece tux. 
Um, and she goes, you look good. And it will good make a good impression. Someone from Eleven coming in with a tux, it would be good. And he like, he's looks at you and he's like, what do you think? He's got like a black bow tie, white shirt. He's got like a little jacket on. You can see there's gloves in his pocket, but he hasn't put them on. Um, I'm gonna get up and kind of like, well, you know, it's a long way from our days in the streets back, back a days, but uh, I can't say that it doesn't suit you. I feel like I get further and further from my roots as we continue to do better, but, but you're right, it is important. All right, well, if it, it fits, it looks good. I'm going to take it off now. And he runs <laughs> back upstairs. She's like, so, sorry, go ahead. Uh, so, uh, what is it that, uh, this event that you are going to that would, would require such nice clothing? We received a last minute invitation to some party in 10. We received it yesterday, last night, in fact. Uh, woman, ah. uh, you should know her, Carney Trosco. Yes, yes, uh. <laughs> I received the same invitation uh, oh. quite last minute as well. Well then, we shall see you there. <laughs> I hope you have also found yourself some nice clothes. <laughs> oh. Mm. Uh, uh, it, I, yes, I, I think uh, Harold is uh, making me something that he calls a, a pantsuit. I'm not sure what that is, but I really hope it has pockets. A suit? Like something men wear. And Joe just, like, looks down and she blushes. <laughs> uh, y yes, yeah, I, I guess. Sure. To, to each uh, their own. Uh, <laughs> I'm not one to judge. And you can see, like, uh... She's definitely judging. <laughs> well, her, her guard is suddenly taken down a little bit as if she's like, maybe this girl isn't competition. Um, <laughs> uh, she's just like, and soon enough, Leon comes back down. He goes, so have you eaten? Uh, eaten? Uh, no, I, well, then, I had some ale at uh, the brewery this morning. Yes, but, uh, yes, of course. Uh, then late lunch it is. Yes, Elena, you are hungry? Yeah. She goes, I could eat. It's very good. Uh, I'll have Frederick cook something up and keep the kids outside a little bit longer. Um, and, yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to discuss or just catching him up on the adventures? Yeah, catching him up on the adventures. Um, I would like to, at some point, when I can get a minute to, like, dip away, I'd like to actually go outside and spend some time with the kids, too. Sure, yeah, he'd love that. You know, you go out and... After eating, uh, Elena heads off and does her own thing. Leon goes out with you. Uh, the kids running around all all through this garden. Um, curiously enough, like you can see, like there are patches in this garden where the snow has inexplicably begun to melt, and you see little specks of green just kind of popping up here and there. It's very strange. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> It's nothing, it's nothing incredible. It's nothing like, whoa, what is happening? But it's like, wow, this is weird. Uh, spring's coming early this year, it looks like. Yeah, looks like the groundhog uh, didn't see his shadow, did see his shadow. I don't know. 
But there's about roughly 20, 25 children just running around. They come to you. They think you look really cool. They're just like, wow. Do you? They could tell, like, they're like, oh, you got big muscles. You fight and like, stuff like that. And yes, yes, I do. And I want. So at one point, um, is there like a, is there like a tree or like a fence or something? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just want to put on a little show for the kids, and I want to teach them some like. I want to teach a couple of them how to like punch, like throw a good punch and that kind of stuff. So a Joe, like I have to, cause I have it now. I parkour, I run on the walls. Like I run on the fence <laughs> and then like run up the tree and like do a backflip for them. Um, all right. Uh, until, and then I tell them all the story. I like, I, I regale them of like that. I was from 11. Um, and I know how hard it is to live on these streets and, uh, with anybody, uh, is it okay if I teach a couple of them how to throw a punch? Is that okay with you, Leah? I, I don't. Th they they are no longer living on the streets. They are living in the house, and I think the last thing we really need is for any of them to be learning how to throw punches. Uh, okay, not, well. Especially since some of them know it very well, and he looks nah, at like I'm a couple sorry. of them. And uh, <laughs> he's like, "All right, get inside, clean up. You're too wet." And they all like run inside. It's just nice seeing you. It's good uh, spending time. Yes, um, yes, it definitely was. I guess I will uh, see you at that party tomorrow night. Or tonight. Is it tonight? Tomorrow. Tomorrow night, tomorrow. yes. Uh, <laughs> sounds like it'll be fun. Yes, uh, try not to uh, get too choked up in that tight suit you're going to be wearing. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> um... Does anyone have anything else they'd like to do before the bath house? Obviously, I'm gonna get a biker tattoo. Yes, I, I, I yeah, you're good. I, I, I saw that. It's gonna just say. Oh, what's it? What's it gonna look like? And where's it gonna be? Oh, uh, oh, it's gonna be like a super scary skull, okay. but like with wings, okay, going towards the center of the chest, so that I can just be like, bum 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 bum, like, and then just like, like kill everybody. Sounds good. Like, like, and everybody's gonna be like hurt. Like, I'm gonna hurt everybody. I'm gonna hit them really hard. What spell did you get? Haste. So it's gonna give me two plus two AC, double my speed, and I get an extra attack. Which tattoo did you do? Because isn't spell rot a one-time use? Hmm. Doesn't it say disappears after use or something like that? What? Am, oh well. You just no, we today. we. <laughs> Didn't, didn't we well, if if the tattoo still says that, let me see. Uh, to use it, you must. Oh, I'm sorry if I ruined that. I was just like, there, you can cast I thought you got spell, spell rot. You said no, every time, I and I was no, like, I don't that one time. Once, once don't the wanna... spell ends, the tattoo vanishes from your skin. Exactly. So I don't want to ruin the game. So okay, thank you. I appreciate. it. <laughs> okay, so spell rot is not. Okay. I'll let you retcon all that if you want. But, okay, I'll figure. I'll figure it out. All right, yeah. take your gold back. Yeah, uh, I'll take my gold back. We'll come back to it another day. Sounds yes. Good? Yes. Cool. All right. Um, you can still draw. I have calligraphy supplies. Do you want to draw a skull? Yes. On yes. Okay, yes. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> and that's something okay. we could do at the bathhouse. If nothing, no one else has anything else they'd like to do. The bath. Uh, the bath. Shortly. Okay. Sorry. Qu uh, just the the one thing would be. Picking up Deliria. Uh, can I? I'd like to go and just get a carriage or something that looks respectable. Okay, very nice. Yeah, uh, you could do that. 
Um, you go over. There's a place in five where you can easily rent a carriage. Uh, okay. I see no reason that that not being a thing. How about a rickshaw? Let me just get a reasonable price really quick. Just rent a rickshaw, and I'm just running her to the park. <laughs> she'd you look she'd, wonderful! She'd probably like it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, she'd be riding you, essentially. Uh, I'd say you're looking at probably, like, two gold an hour. Okay, yeah. That that sounds reasonable. What if you, want, right. what if you want suicide doors? <laughs> if you want suicide doors, then three gold an hour. Yeah, get fucking suicide doors. There are no suicide doors on carriages. Uh, moving no on. No Lamborghini carriages. <laughs> I thought, wait, I thought, wait, suicide doors are the ones that open up like that, right? I thought they were the ones that open up. They do. Those... They open up. Suicide doors go like this. They go like I, thought they call, I thought they called these suicide doors because they would catch the air and then. Those are gullwing doors. They go up like that. Okay. Just learn something new. But I think it would be tight if it was like. Anyway. Suicide dolls on the tool butt. You all make your way after Varus, after you get your tattoo. Grimald, after you book your carriage. And Joe, after your late lunch with Leon and Elena, you all head to District 5, to the District 5 bathhouse. Uh, walking inside, there's uh, a woman there, Janasi, Water Janasi, who uh, checks all of your weapons. So you, you all walk in, kind of get in there at the same time. She's just, um, before you go in, you must know there are no weapons allowed into the bathhouse. Please check everything you have. You keep them in the lockers here, and we will lock them and give you the key. You do so? Everyone does so? Yeah. I like I like lean into her and I say, So is this like a like a thing that like everybody like sits in or like is it like separate? It we have private baths, we have public baths, we have uh, additional options from massages for uh <laughs> You see Varus take out two separate daggers out of his robe and just set it down. <laughs> Is this like a toilet? We have toilets as well, but it is not like a toilet. There's, don't, there's, don't make it a toilet. there's a spell on it that turns Joe, the Joe is just confused. She's just like, but why? You have everything you need right here. Look, I'm <laughs> looking at all of you. I see you. I Let me just say your best situation is probably just to use the public bath. Don't don't you need some kind of like special tattoo to use the toilet or? Yeah. <laughs> I do not okay, understand yeah. how much, your how much bath. Do we get yeah? For for a bath, it would be five silver. And and uh, and is there like a time limit or? Take your time. Uh, we assume uh -huh. that people will take a reasonable amount of time to bathe. It's not like we have drinks or anything. This is not a bar. Oh no. And Joe, and Joe, like, she was like, she like takes her stuff and her water skin filled with beard, puts it in the locker. If you all pay, you may walk this way. You will strip your clothes, walk into the baths. We will wash your clothes while you are bathing. When you come out, your clothes will be clean. Oh, you 
wash our clothes too. This is great. Aldous does so. There you go. If you can That's... get the red out of these robes, I'll be very impressed. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty standard, right? And I'm as I'm looking at the rest of the party. <laughs> I mean, you guys have heard of bathhouses. Like, this is not a foreign concept. Like, you. To be fair, most people didn't come from like District One. <laughs> True. Aldous, Aldous, and Grimald are like pretty comfortable because <laughs> very normal. Aldous, Grimald, and Zane probably yeah. are pretty comfortable because that's what we're used to. But everybody else is probably a little like. I'm feeling a little bashful and sure. uncomfortable. I, I, yeah, it's <laughs> definitely. How do you bathe in the water plane, though? There, oh, are, there are there are air pockets in the plane of water. Oh, okay. In different yeah, we just added soap. Uh, I know I never brought this up before, but Zane's actually a never nude, so he's got jean shorts on still. <laughs> I finally understand that reference. <laughs> I get that reference. <laughs> I, I hadn't thought of that ahead of time, so I'm loving picturing a dragonborn with jean shorts on. <laughs> It's a really great imagery. Super, super short jorts. <laughs> Let's bathe. <laughs> that sounded so serious. Uh, so you guys head off into the baths. Uh, Let's get down to business. What, um, Does anyone have anything they'd like to talk about while in here? Or? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pipe up a little bit and be like, so what kind of information are we looking for tonight? I know, Grimald, you want to ask about the church. Tomorrow night. That's what I said. Grimald, you want to ask about the church. What uh, What else is everybody thinking? Joe, like, dips her toe in. <laughs> is, how's the temperature? Is it nice and warm? Yes. Uh, you As you walk in, as you strip off, you lay your clothes down, you walk into the, uh, the bathhouse, and you see uh, clear blue water in these glowing pools. Uh, steam rising from it. Uh, it's incredibly warm as you walk in. It's nice and refreshing. It reminds you of being on the plane of water. Uh, dipping your toe into the water, yes, it's very warm. Um, you can see there's, like, a, a, a pipe on the bottom of it that's, like, bubbling um, on the bottom of the pool as if, like, heat is being vented into this, uh, to this pool. But, yes, it is quite warm. And there is a full pool that is uh, empty at the moment. You guys can all fit in. So like after she dips her toe in, she like looks left and looks right, and then like very quickly takes her towel off and like slips down into the water up to here. <laughs> <laughs> and she makes little bubbles with her nose. Alright. I'm personally upset they're not offering champagne. Ugh. <laughs> oh. April, I do the exact same thing, but I have jean shorts on. Hold on. Just picture that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just imagining the scene from Mulan. So bashful, and they're just like. It, you don't even know how, but you see blushing through my scales on my face. <laughs> scales turn a little bit more red. Steam somehow pours out your <laughs> dragon ear. I try to like move like steam and bubbles around. My I am still uh, wearing my crystal, and you can uh, <laughs> see on my back the. Uh, How big's your crystal? It's <laughs> it's pretty big. <laughs> oh god! Are you a th? I'm a th. Dick Hog. Dick Hogsman. All right. 
Uh, and on my back, you can see what looks to be uh, faded scars of, like, whip marks on my back. You got serious. Aldous has a tattoo that says mom. No. sees <laughs> <laughs> the whip marks, like, does that whole thing where you, like, see it, and she, like, looks away, like, that maybe that wasn't something that I was supposed to see, and she, like, looks down, embarrassed. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not hiding it. So Varus actually has on his uh, left arm and back, it's all uh, like a flame tattoo. Oh, and then that's new, right? We've never seen that no, before? No, you see the, oh. the new oh, one. No, you've, no, no, you've never seen it before, but it's not new. The oh. dragon tattoo is super new. He's not putting that arm in the water. Yes, I was about to say. <laughs> she, she told you to keep that dry. So, yeah, no. So Joe says, oh, I like your um, ink. I see... You have what is it a flame and then looks to be a dry is that one is that one new is that one yes new? yes this one's new i just got this done this one i don't like but it's really hard to get rid of a tattoo in the middle ages yes 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 um what is why 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 do you not like it is it from your time with the yeah no not a fan of it no is it is that like something is it like a brand of theirs so like everyone gets no it? i was just a fanatic Ah, uh, you were young and stupid, like, you yeah. know, mm, yep. we all mm -hmm. make mistakes, right? Like, I murdered a lot yeah. of people. Well, this mistake <laughs> is permanent. Yes, well, but... Paris. For the record, it's a non-magical tattoo. Paris, <laughs> I understand. As I pointed the brand of Abraham on my chest. See, you could cover that up. I can't cover this up. We, we get a tattoo on the brand, it'll be fine. <laughs> Ooh, a very cool tattoo there yeah i'm really i'm hoping that i can get some ink too i've always wanted some but like gold was never like a thing that i had but like now that i have some i'm gonna what do we think like a whole just like a sleeve and like back situation what do we think what do we think yeah Could i think that's the life i think the life well is literally like it takes up an entire arm and part of your back is what it's it is. like what rarity is it? Because I think I thought it like when I looked at it, I thought it was like two arms or like a full chest or back. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty <laughs> big tattoo. Yeah. Aldous has a little man shaped of water that is washing him. Oh my god, he's purple. That's <laughs> the best the thing I've ever. Aldous, the water around Aldous is also purple. Wait, why is the water purple? What is? How do you do that? Can my? Can you make my water purple? Sure. Yes, please. I'll, oh yes. Hold on, let me. Okay, and his water stops being purple in the thing because I can only cast on one five foot cube, and your water is now purple. <gasps> and then he makes it like super opaque so nobody can see through it, too. Oh my gosh, this is amazing! I, I just want to be purple. You make what it come I... down like a shower or like a rain? Uh, yeah, sure. Nice. Oh, yeah. Wait, so was the purple a bath bomb? Is that what that is? Aldous <laughs> uh, is a bath bomb. Oh, <laughs> I love that. No, I can change the water's color, opacity. It changed. It lasts for an hour. Oh shit! So yeah, it's just purple for a fucking hour around Joe and uh, Aldis. <laughs> so wait, you can just make you can make it look like someone soiled themselves in the bath. Yeah, I make all. The <laughs> 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 are you? Do you really? Do you do? And it just like, like, oh, I really don't. Like, Joe, Joe, are you confused? <laughs> <laughs> He's not a toilet! We talked about this! It's not a toilet! <laughs> <laughs> it's not that stupid. 
<laughs> oh my god that's oh my god i love it okay so yeah no you were sorry i got distracted by people's really cool tattoos anybody have some um uh, father, uh I, I hate to ask about this but father demetrius i've never seen those scars on your back mm. those look pretty like they Not were really. yeah they were pretty bad scars what happened there well as you know as a child <clears throat> when i came to this city and subsequently was hijacked into uh, the early church schools that they had set up when they first discovered Abraham. And they tried to convert us to the religion. Some of us were not so receptive as others. And the headmaster made sure that after a while, we had no choice but to accept it, to relinquish our old gods and come up with the new. Demetrius, I... I am jealous of your strength. As a child, I fell hook, line, and sinker for the lines. I lived for the church. Whereas you, you fought from day one. I wish I could have been as strong as you. You are an inspiration, sir. I appreciate that. Coming from a village that worshipped old gods and it was quite strange to see how easily people forgot about the old gods true they had abandoned us for some time but that does not mean that they weren't still there it was in the past I carry those scars. We all have some that remind us of where we've been, maybe who we used to be, but we are here now. And we are all making efforts to be better, to try to make up for those mistakes. I don't know who needs to hear it, but some of us, we can never make up for what we did. But as long as we constantly try, we'll make the world a better place. That's what I tell myself. Hmm. Very, uh... You know, I never thought that I would hang out with a bunch of people that that they're like you guys. Not let me. No offense, men, but uh, yeah, no, I would uh, have thought that I'd be sharing a bath with a with people who are who who do it so much good. And I feel like I uh, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't. We all know this. It's not something that I I hide very well. But uh, I'll try. I, I I'll try. I'll try to be better. I, I do. 
Sarus was a bad idea. We all know this. But like, you know, but hey, my father, he has been laid to rest. His soul is free, along with however many 2,456, I think it was, souls are also free. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of good that I did, maybe? Even though my intentions were bad, I, I don't know. It's messed up. I'm messed up. I'm sorry. I tried. I think you're confusing bad with selfish. Who, what, me? Being selfish? Yeah, I'm definitely selfish. Your intentions were not bad. You wanted to talk to your father and get revenge. Yeah. yeah. Revenge is not necessarily bad. Your revenge against an evil person is not bad. It's good. Just selfish. And I believe, you know, realizing along the way that you better the lives and the souls of others is a good thing. And I don't think anybody, you know, we all, <laughs> like Varys says, we make mistakes, but you are living your life to make it better. That's what we are here for. I mean, like, we just want a bunch of money from fighting people. I never thought that, like, me punching somebody could make me money. That's that's really fucking great. I made lots of money off you uh, punching someone. It was amazing. That's. I mean, that's great. I never would have thought, like, me being a kid in 11, that, like, you know, I used to just, like, steal things all the time. I just, whatever, because it was fun. But, uh, like, I never thought that, like, me living on the streets, would turn into some. I could just punch somebody and have a bunch of money. It's pretty great. Pretty great. I don't really know what to do with it though. Like I have. What do I do with money? What do what do people do with money? What do you do with it? <laughs> I got this. Like, you buy cool tattoos. <laughs> like I got this stick, yeah. and it's a really nice stick. Like I got a better stick. Well, so now what? What you do with a lot of money? Uh, you invest it in a good cause. Or you could do what I did today, and I, I literally got a tattoo, and I also bought a stick. So, Okay, right. so, so step one is buy a stick, so I did that. So, like, yes. I, I, that's good, I did that. Okay, so now step two is get a tattoo. Okay. Yes. Basically, basically, when a government and or bank, when, when you have a normal amount of money, you can borrow money from a bank, or you can borrow money from the government, or the government can take money away from you. But once you get to a certain point, you have enough money... You actually own the bank or the government. I own a bank? If you have enough money, you could own a bank or a government. How much money do I need to have to own a government? I don't know the actual figures, but at some point, you run the world. Hold on a second. This is interesting. We don't necessarily have to topple the government. We just have to buy it. Right. Who I mean, has enough money to buy the government? Not everyone is bought with money. Some people just want power. Uh, you can buy equipment with money. You can supply housing and food for an army with money. You can... Oh, yes, no. Oh, I mean, for us, yes. But I'm saying some people are, like, so, like, woohoo, that all they want is, like, the power of, of controlling. They don't care about the money. They're right. like, nah, I just want to stay in power. You can't pay me to be out of power. But to, but to make the change, you have to get the money. But to get the money, you might turn into the evil that already exists yeah so i should just like get a really big tattoo and get rid of all of my money yeah hell yeah okay we need to find a black sapphire and make it all dusty and i need two thousand more gold and then i can get a big ass tattoo not on not on my ass but like it's a big ass tattoo like like right above <laughs> the ass like the lower back no nobody sees that i want everybody to see it it's not but it's a 
but at the tattoo but if you of wear, a large if you ass. Shirts, if you wear like shirts that are just a little too like right above your muffin top. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. What is a muffin top? I do not have that. I don't have just the image that just popped through my head is just someone with shorts that are way too skinny for them, and they're just toppling over the the sides and i'm and, a, and a, just a tramp stamp so yep. Yep. yep that's the image that this wonderful fantasy game has placed into my mindscape so um no but i want to get i want to get it on my arms and like so because like i mean my arms are always i'm always like throwing fists at people so like it's got to be somewhere where people see it and they fear me that's where i gotta get it intimidation tactic because my mouth doesn't do it well. Gotta let, gotta let my arms speak for themselves. <laughs> All right. Sounds like as you guys finish up your baths, uh, get out, dry off, feeling, you know, you've, you've spent a good two weeks in water, but you didn't feel clean after getting out of that water. Uh, this time, you actually feel clean. You know, they've provided you with soap and such, and uh, getting out, you find your clothes have been laid out, a little warm to the touch as you all put them on. Uh, you can tell they've kind of got like a, a static to them, as if they've been cleaned with magic. <laughs> and uh, you put them on and, and head out and head back to the Barefist Brewery. Uh, it's dark as you make your way back there at this point. Uh, getting back in time for a late dinner. Does anyone have anything else they'd like to do before the end of the day? When uh, when was the uh, when are the clothes supposed to when are we supposed to see Harold tomorrow? Is that when the clothes are ready? Uh, it it was they were ready today, but you could get them tomorrow before the party as well. It's not a big okay. deal. Okay, and yeah, I want to I need to shave the side of my head again because it's gotten a little long. Okay, so you shave the side of your head. Uh, every anyone else have anything else they'd like to do? Uh, then moving on, you well, all take a long rest for the day after sitting down, drinking, and hanging out. Take a long rest for the day and awake the next morning. The day of the party. Bef besides collecting your clothes, does anyone have anything, anything they'd like to do before the party today? I would just like to make a request. Can my pantsuit be like the pantsuit that Blake Lively wears in, oh God, what's that movie? Um, I just said it to you. I just showed you the picture. Oh right? shit, it's that one where the people are flaming. Oh God, yeah. It's with her and Anna Kendrick. Yes, oh my God. Uh, a perfect. A simple favor. A simple, a simple favor. favor. Yeah, it's like white and it's like big and she's got like the cane. That's what I want Joe's fancy to look like. Badass. Big pimpin. Uh, sure. I guess. Why not? Uh, that's exactly what he get. What he's got for you. Um, no, I just looked it up. Uh, yeah, that's what you. Uh, that's what you get. And so, uh, yeah. So you guys pick up your clothes from Harold. Um retconning that they were quick enough to remember that to get something decent for Grimald and, and Zane as well. Welcome, boys. Uh, does anyone have anything else they'd like to do beforehand? All right. 
Then as the day goes on, you guys spend most of your day just at Barefist Brewery, just hanging out, um, reading your books, you know, practicing your spells, preparing oh, what uh, you need for the day. Oh, this is a new day. day, right? Oh, no, new session is... Yes, item. that is correct. Um, that way you don't have to keep going back there during downtime. So, uh, soon enough, the sun sets. Uh, I hate this song. All this, this um, takes, uh... A little bit of water from like wherever there's water i assume like you're in a brewery so there's yeah a decent yes uh, like somewhere running of course water. of course and he um creates like a coral shell like of ice that's like bright uh pink and he and he puts it through a necklace and free he freezes it and then puts it through a necklace oh cool i love that and it lasts like that for an hour but it's a cantrip so i'm just gonna keep casting it all right uh and so so you do uh so now with uh joe in her pantsuit aldous in his puffy shirt uh varus and demetrius and zane you all have nice robes of various different colors i believe i forget what colors he had said but varus i think yours were white correct you're muted but, white uh, with red accents yep right Thank with red you. accents uh, Demetrius, your, I forget what yours were. Do you remember? Uh, I, I don't. They, I believe they were white and gold. Or, or maybe, yeah, I, I'm pretty, I believe it was white and gold. Yeah. Uh, Dozer, I forget what he put you in. What did he put you on? Just a bow tie, right? That's right. Yes, yes, just the bow tie. Thank you. Just the bow tie. Did I get a hat? I think uh, it was just the bow tie. Yeah, it was just the bow tie. He could give you yeah. a hat really quick if you want. A no. bowler hat? A bolo tie? Oh, oh, okay. And then uh, Grimald, of course, gets a nice suit. I think that, that works best for him. Yeah, muted colors. Yes. Very simple. Yes. <laughs> All this is going to, on the way to the party, if it's like if that's where we're at, he's going to like go up to Zane and be like, you think your father's going to be here? Or... I... What, how do you say have tiny dragons in my tummy? Oh. I'm I'm nervous. I, I do believe he may be there. Tiny dragons in my tummy? <laughs> <laughs> last time, the last time you talked to your father, it was kind of tense, right? Yes, we didn't exactly leave things in good in a good state. Especially because his people are now oppressed and his friend is hanged. Whew. I know he had been working closely with Gigagax. And that didn't end well, but I imagine that I would have heard something if my we father had, had gone down with him. Last time we heard he's okay. Just, I don't know. I just wanted to mentally prepare you for that, you know? And, and... Oh, I'm as mentally prepared as I'm going to get. I think perhaps we can talk to him about maybe the place the Ercoria spoke of, where the Dragonborn are out and about. <clears throat> I presume that would be the next place that I would check if he is not here, but we have more. As long as I know he is alive and well, we have some more pressing matters to take care of. I suppose. Well, if you if you need some liquid courage, and Joe just pulled a flask from her pocket in her pants. 
I sure do. I, w I will take a, a healthy swig from Hell a yeah. liquid courage flask. And as you all walk your way to District 10 to Carney Troskel's own place of residence slash bar, and Grimald heads off to pick up the carriage and ride over to pick up Deliria. She <laughs> swoops outside Grimald. She's wearing a uh, low-cut black dress that comes down to her belly button. Um, spaghetti straps, though just basically so like it's very much just kind of hanging like the whole dress is just kind of hanging around her uh and a very high slit coming up to her hip and she gets very close to you in the carriage and she's just mm, grimald this is very mature nothing else should be expected of a lady of your caliber mm. Onward to the party. And uh, you guys arrive at uh, Carney Troskel's bar. Uh, How badass do we all look showing up, though? Because I feel like none of us look this nice. Like, well, some of us do. Grimold always looks nice. But, like, how badass do we look showing up here? Oh, I feel like you look good, guys. You're dressed by Harold, so he he's helped you out. And uh, you're, you're just kind of walking up like a party as people are, like, being dropped off at their carriages. You guys have already clearly been drinking a little bit as you're arriving. And uh, people are just getting dropped off at the carriages. There's a big red carpet rolled out leading into the bars. Like, people are, are just kind of uh, walking in. Uh, and you just kind of push your way onto the carpet as you guys arrive. Yeah. Um, I casted Death Ward on myself and Varus. Okay. Can I... <laughs> quarterstaff as a fucking cane okay like a baller yep i'm using it like like not like a cane like a lean on but like just like fucking balling with a cane sure, that's sure. what's happening right now <laughs> you uh you all arrive um it's the place and it is popping uh there's a band in the back corner of the room who are playing as you walk into the room the room is already uh hot just on the ground floor alone but you could tell that like the party is not actually down here um as you look around you realize this is just the bar and as you're walking in dressed nicely you see there's uh, a couple of people these you know a couple of these queens of chaos who are who are manning the bar and they kind of direct you to go toward the stairs which is where you guys kind of walk your way up to and as you approach the stairs you see a familiar uh young woman with an orange mohawk and she sees you guys she goes oi hey oh my god i haven't seen you since like uh i don't know like months hey. Yeah, it was like we were down underground. It was dark down there. Yeah, good Cor times. Corny was saying that she found you guys and invited you. I'm so glad you came. This is going to be great. Hell yeah, don't want to miss a really great party. Right, guys? Right? Yeah. I, uh, hang on. Right, I got it. I'll be there. I'll be out there in a moment. Oh, I'm doing security right now, so I can't really work. Um, but... 
You go upstairs, you get a drink, you mingle, lots of cool people. I gotta go outside. And she runs outside. I'm, I'm now picturing a sending stone, but like a tiny one that she has like wedged in her ear. It's and just she's, a, like, it's touches. just, it's just a sending <laughs> spell, but yeah, it's basically. I'm just picturing like a, yeah. I got that. Okay, I'm on my yeah, way. The little. <laughs> well, you guys had you guys had uh, earrings last campaign. Yeah. Um, are they wearing like their cuts over their like nice clothes? They aren't. They aren't even wearing nice clothes. They're just wearing their cuts and they got like oh, okay. tunics on. They're they're cleaned up, but they aren't like they okay. stand out. They're very obviously the security. Uh, walking upstairs, you now see an even nicer band, uh, just like at the forefront. The first thing you see is you walk up these stairs. Uh, the music from downstairs dies down, and the music from up here builds up as you step up. Uh, the smell of, of a, something that's been roasting for a while hits your noses as you see a table full of decadent meals and foods of all sorts. People in line just grabbing... Uh, plates just filling them up as they're going along. Uh, all sorts of suits and dresses of, of various different colors and styles. An era where people don't really understand what the fashion is yet. They're kind of experimenting and trying out what's working and what's not. And there's money here. For di This is probably the most money District 10 has seen in a room in a very long time. Uh, Grimald, you arrive uh, as well with Deliria, of course, walking up the red carpet. Uh, the carriage driver, uh, they, they kind of, like, give you guys a ticket so that you know which carriage you're in. Um, which you take and head off, uh, walking up to uh, meeting up with the group shortly after you guys get up the steps. Looking across the room, faces you guys immediately recognize. Carney Troskel, of course. Uh, she's wearing a larger, baggy uh, suit type of, of clothing. Um, she's got a large, baggy jacket with a long necktie, uh, pants, and you can see she's got, like, um, basic leather shoes. Her pants are, like, hiked up above her ankles. Uh, Nama, of course, uh, in a competition currently uh, attempting to... Um, Out-reveal Deliria in this case. <laughs> I love that. Her, I'm writing that down. She, I love that. So. <laughs> her uh, black hair cut in a bob, hut, bob cut with the, with the straight bangs. And her pink skin with a uh, golden tiara with the snake on the top. As she's just sitting in the room smoking next to Carney. Going down the line, uh, people you would recognize, Lirial Corona, which I don't remember who would recognize, who you would reckon, who would recognize her, but some of you would. Uh, Grimold, I think you would recognize her, Aldous, you would, uh, as a woman who was in the, and Zane, I believe, as a woman who was in the, uh, in the Senate chambers that first day where Aldous had come in. Uh, she's the former senator of District 11, uh, beautiful blonde elf, she's elf wearing a sparkly, sparkling poofy pink dress uh her her hair is all like done up in like a million braids and bow uh, 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 ugh, excuse me braids and buns on top of her head uh demetrius someone you recognize and groan upon seeing him no one you know but someone you've recognized is lichen graham the former senator of district nine he's a human 
with round spectacles, greasy black hair that's completely slicked back and is totally flat against his head. Uh, he's always been this kind of sniveling type of dude. Uh, that crew, Grimald, Zane, Aldis, would also recognize Lena Conchero, uh, the former senator of District 1. Uh, an older human woman, gray hair with a long braid, wearing modest blue robes. <clears throat> uh, and Briar, a, the pale elven woman, head of the Black Rose for the Assassin's Guild, uh, which I believe many of you recognize. Uh, pale elven woman wearing, of course, a black dress. Um, <clears throat> and Leon, of course, here with Elena. Uh, Elena, excuse me. Um, just back in the corner, looking very out of place, making some slight small talk with some people uh, that you don't recognize. And, of course, many, many others, but among those, uh, those are the ones that you immediately recognize. What do we want to do? Alice wants to go chat with Senator Corona. Okay. I don't know. Aldous. Well, no one else has said anything, so Aldous will go head off there while people are uh, are figuring it out Sorry, still. I was, I was finishing right That's okay. No, there's there's no rush. Yeah. I know where I'm going, but that's not there. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Aldous, you head off to chat with Corona. She is sitting here talking, um, actually, with Carney and Nama, um, who she is uh, loving the attention right now, you can tell as you approach. Uh, Carney sees you approach, and she sees, uh, she's like, ah, <laughs> well, looks like they, uh, they decided to come. You... I could not miss this. It is quite a, uh, <laughs> quite a event, you know, the soiree. Look at the colors, the beautiful people. And he looks at Corona with, like, a pointed look. And she, like, <laughs> and holds her hand out. Uh, he kisses her hand. Uh, <laughs> we have met. I'm well. I believe we met a long, long time ago, right? Mm, I don't remember. Oh well. Uh, it. I'm sure you meet many interesting people in your line of work. Mm. A woman as important as you, it is hard to match. Mm. Hard to impress, I'm sure. Finally, uh, Connie. This is what I was talking about. Ever since the collapse of the whole thing, I've been so hard. It's been so hard getting respect. Now this boy right here. What's your name? Oh, my name is Aldis. I am an ambassador from the Water Plane. Aldis, I love your accent. It's just so exotic. What is it? Oh, it is well. Um, it's Triton. the Water Plane Triton kind of. But I did a lot of research on this place and practice a little bit before coming. Which and is quite similar. And Nama is like, you know, it you know, it sounds just like Cordoban, right? It's well, that is, that is the point. I wanted to blend in. And and, and, and but she's speaking to Lyriel when she says that, and Lyriel oh. goes, "But it's a different kind. It's uh, got a little spice on it." <laughs> a little je, je, je ne sais quoi. <laughs> so you, you you mentioned when this whole collapse happened. Um, I've been gone for a while. What what do you mean? Well, <laughs> you would know. After you put your friend in charge, he collapsed the Senate, removed all of us from power. Oh, that is right, that is right. 
Uh, we were not around for that. I apologize if that has put you in a poor position. It was something we did not know about. We're not here to talk about the unpleasantries of the world. We're here to talk about the pleasantries in the future. So... Some of us are here to talk about it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so without that, with that being said, just know that uh, Lyriel, while Altus, of course, was part of the party that had put Girgagax into power, uh, they are welcome here as... Redemptions, as a redemption story, if you will. <laughs> yes, we mean you no harm, and, and we are, you know, working. Carney has spoken to us. You know, we'd love to see the city, you know, kind of grow back from the ashes, sort of like a phoenix thing, you know, and and become this wonderful power that it, you know, should be in this land, you know. And, and obviously, you, you as these people who have led before, know more than I do about this sort of. Thing and I would gladly help in any way possible, but you know, I will. You know, I, I, I guess what you know. What are your plans, then, Senator or former? Excuse me, former Senator. Cutting away from that, as uh, Aldous asked, what her plans are. Does anyone else have anywhere they'd like to go right now? Lena. Lena. All right. Well, that is if Deliria. I. Ah, shit. All right. Grimalt's gotta play this, so Grimalt will be like bow, like bow slightly and is, would you be okay with mingled here? I will go do my own mingling. I ha I see a large Goliath woman that I must speak to. Uh, I should also mention to you guys that there's a few people you didn't recognize but look fairly look like they have their gravity within the room. Um, there's a large Goliath woman, um, who's wearing, like, furs, big furs around her, uh, 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 excuse me, like, fur jacket, fur pants, etc. Uh, looks like she did her best. Um, there is a man in, uh, over by the food, actually. Uh, he's not, uh, he's got, uh, slick back hair, but not greasy like, like, lichens. Um, it's, uh, curly, and he's got a big, bushy mustache and wears thin glasses. Um, basically, just think Edward James Olmos. Um, oh, I was like, are you describing Michael? No, no. Edward James Olmos. Edward, Eddie J! <laughs> uh, and those are the only two that you didn't recognize that are, are here. Um, yes, so. Uh, who did you want to go talk to, Grimald? Uh, Lena. Lena. Anyone else going with him? That's the district senator, former senator of District One. For those yeah. Oh no, yes. correct. All right, you. Uh, uh, I'm going to specifically look at Zane. And yeah, I was. <laughs> I was gonna offer to go. Yeah. All right, so Zane and Grimald, you two walk over to Lino Conchero, who is sitting at a table right now, uh, sitting with no one. No one's talking to her. She looks rather sullen. I will go sit at the table. Mm-hmm. She looks up at you. Lena. How was District 1 as of now? I have been away for several weeks. <laughs> really, Inquisitor. How is District 1? Uh, before or after you helped usurp the High Commander? 
After, of course. After? Well, in that case... After you usurped the High Commander and he disbanded the Senate, I went back to my nice home in District 1. That's when my security came to me, and they informed me about, excuse me, roughly about two weeks after you served the command, or, sorry, uh, roughly about a month and a half after you served the commander. My security came to me and informed me that the church had killed the new high commander, who had taken my job, by the way, and, get this, their spies had informed them that they were blockading the district. So what I did, what did I have to do but run? And I've been living in my small apartment in Cord in Cordoba, Cordoba Square. Things have not been good, Inquisitor. What if I told you you could gain back your power over one? Oh snap. Playing, playing. How? I have, I have firsthand seen the devastation that has fallen upon District 4 after all of this. If we were to organize a new council of district representatives, would you be behind us? church could be removed mind you representatives must be voted for boys are but you, of course are you saying that we are just going to appoint people that we believe should be in charge well the way I see it currently you are not a senator if we were to make these changes you have the potential to be a senator again. Not and guaranteeing anything, but... So you're guaranteeing me a new election? I'm guaranteeing you to be the acting senator who helps the first election in a truly free city. So you want to go usurp another government? <laughs> Put me in charge to oversee a new election? That I could lose, though it would look well in the optics that I had hands in the overthrowing of a tyrannical, theistic government. That's what you want, roughly. I mean, if you were to lose that election, you still get to move back to one in that fancy home you have. As opposed to the apartment here. Hmm. Does your party have a name yet? We've heard much about you. We haven't really heard what to call you. We've been calling you the troublemakers lately. I was going to say jackasses. Just <laughs> call us chaos. Chaos. Great. Ladies and gentlemen, and it's at this point as she speaks up, you can hear the alcohol in her voice. Don't tire these people here named Chaos. They are very bad at their jobs. 
and she stands up and walks off. Really got to work on her branding. <laughs> I just like to, I just like, I just have champagne in my hand. I just like throw it back. You just threw Carney Troskel <laughs> under the bus by saying chaos because they're the queens of chaos. <laughs> who else is somewhere else? Any who else has places they want to go? <laughs> Can we please get away from this awkward? No, 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 no. Let's linger. Let's linger. I want to know what happens after she storms. We'll Let's come back. We'll Let's come back. Go, you know what? It's like exposure therapy. Let's just go deeper into this. I, I, I have a. So I would like to do. Um, okay. I Joe would like to first of all. Where's the bar? I'm gonna get a drink. Yeah, uh, Leon is near it. Uh, it's in the. It's That's on the sidewalk. That's where I'm gonna go. Yeah, I want to get a drink. I kind of want to like do a lap though. I feel like this is a, like a scene that Joe has never been in and she is so enamored by the colors and the people and the wealth that she's going to do a lap. She's going to do like the party lap where she like walks around and just like sees people and says hello. Mm -hmm. um, she's going to like walk by Nama and like wink at her and then keep walking. She takes a big, deep breath as you walk past her, and you can see it's everything in her power not to just lash at you right now. Like, she is, she is not just a person. She's not a normal woman. She's a demon. And she is like, she is like I could just kill you here. And she's like, she doesn't do it because she looks at Carney, and she's just... <sighs> Nama, <You> stay. <laughs> <laughs> Over your shit. I'm done with it. I'm done. Never mind. I'm done. <laughs> um, yeah, so then, I, and then I'm going to make my way to the bar. I'm going to grab a drink. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm going to go over to where Leon is. All right. Uh, he's standing with Elena, and he's actually chatting with um, uh, Lycan, actually. Lycan Graham. Okay. Um, I'm just going to kind of like come over i'm gonna put like my are they at the bar itself or are they just they're just off to the side okay i'm gonna grab my drink and kind of like see them and sort of slowly make my way over um and kind of like sure yeah and leon notices you and he's just oh, come here come here uh like in uh, like in Graham, this is uh joe joe bartley she is part of the the group that we were talking about earlier Oh, you guys were talking about uh, me and my uh, my band of uh, unfortunate mm, yes. friends. You, yes, <laughs> your friends. You're part of a group that features one Father Demetrius among them, correct? Uh, yes, he, yes. I you know? would so like to speak with him. Um, I, I like... Oh, yes, of, of course. And I, like, look to see if I can, like, flag down Father Demetrius. Demetrius, where, what are you up to right now? Uh, so I was distracted trying to find the name of the senator that I had uh, bought the acorn or the pine cone from. Do I see Senator Xena Proudfoot? No. No, you do not. Okay. Uh, then I guess I'm just kind of standing awkwardly. Okay. And, and, Joe's, and Joe, like... What? You come up and you guess. This is no. This is in. Oh. This is in here. Okay. Oh, oh, and I, I say in my head, um, this sniveling guy with the weird greasy hair wants to talk to you. 
sorry, that was not Joseph. Oh, this this like snibbling guy with the like greasy hair. He like really wants to talk to you. He's a big fan. Uh, he's the head of District Nine. So I walk over. <clears throat> you come up. Uh, he sees you. Ah, I, father, <clears throat> senator. Um, not anymore. You may call me Lycan. It's very nice to meet you. Of course. He holds his hand out. Uh, Take it. Sure. As you, it's sweaty. It's very Ugh. sweaty. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, Leon's like um. The, senator, the former senator, Lycan, uh, was just discussing with us about his plans to uh, bring about more progress and uh, commerce to his district. Uh, he talks about an issue he has currently right now with a bunch of children, and he was asking if there was anything I could do uh, after I told him that, of course, I run the orphanage in Eleven. He goes, yes, I believe you are aware of them. Father, uh, it has been noted by many witnesses that you are concerned with them. Well, yes, I try to help many uh, unfortunate people, whether they big or small, throughout the years. They would be best helped in a home. What do you think about that, Father? Well, I agree. If a suitable home was found, of course. And that is when I come in. Uh, we're talking about uh, how the ages, uh, what we're dealing with here, making sure that they can uh, find a place, of course. I do not know of the children from Eleven, but those in Nine might have a little trouble adjusting <laughs> to said orphanage. Uh, it might not happen weeks, even months, down the line. Mm, bit of wild souls, are they? Hmm? Yeah. He sounds just like Edward James Olmos, too. This isn't Edward James Olmos' character. <laughs> the skinny guy. Damn it. That's <laughs> a great joke. I apologize. This is that guy from uh, The Hobbit, the the Lake Town guy under... Uh, uh, what's his name? Yeah. I mean, they said Greasy... Ben very specifically said Edward James almost character was not greasy. Got yeah, it, got yeah. it. Understood. Okay. This guy's greasy. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. I apologize. Go ahead. Hmm. It's fine. We can talk about how to deal with them. But furthermore, I think what's very important is that you, Father Demetrius, will be great for bringing commerce back to District 9. How so? Well, we have all of these open warehouses uh, that are being unused. And we have a port that we can now use that is not currently being used. Obviously, it is a problem for us. And you are an adventurer. Attention! This group called Chaos. We're not married to that. <laughs> Don't hire them. They're awful at their job. And, like, Lycan looks back and he goes, Is that your group's name? 
No, is is no, that is she... our group does not have a name. Is, is she throwing shade at the Queens of Chaos in Carney Trosco's own house? <gasps> I hope not. That is not that is Leon's like, Joe, Joe, just don't. Don't do that. You know you know I'm joking, right, like and I'm joking. Oh <laughs> that's a good joke. It's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I'm funny. Usually no. not. No. Um. <clears throat> I had to, sorry, not to not to interrupt you, Lycan, Um, but you you mentioned empty warehouses and wanting to bring commerce. Um, I don't know if you you know. I, my name is Joe Bartley. Um, recent adventurer, but actually formerly a bartender at Barefist Brewing. Have you uh? thought about maybe bringing some more maybe a bar hmm. or a brewery I've never the... had bars or breweries in my district what kind of taxes can I get away with on that I, I don't know sir I am not I am not well versed in financial matters however um, the owner of the establishment, Klaus, I'm sure would be more than happy to, uh, talk to you further and give you more information. Interesting. And, uh, Leon's like, uh, like in, uh, you cannot collect taxes, you are no longer a senator. And he goes, oh, but here's the thing. There are no, how do I say, there's no one... Who can openly say not to at this point? The way I see it, these districts should now run individually. And my concern is that this district, my district needs to be cleaned up. And no one else is going to do it. Not many people even live there anymore. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to clean it up. And how do we clean it up, you ask? With tax money. And we need match taxes. Well, I mean, before you can clean it up, you have to have people there that you can collect taxes from, right? I agree. I hear you. That is why I'm wondering the money for a bank, for a brewery. Tell you what. You will go ahead and arrange a meeting with me and your f boss, right? The owner. Sure. Um, yeah. Go ahead and do that. Uh, here is my information, and he, like, gives out, he hands out a card. No phone number, but, uh, it's got, like, an address on it. Uh, here's my information. Uh, you can send a, give a courier this, they will be able to find it. Uh, and we will set up a meeting. I would be very interested. Now, Father, I'd like to talk to you about some more things, but in private. Sure. Uh... I like. I look at Father Demetrius, and in my head, I say, "I'm so sorry. This. I'm sorry that I brought you." Wait, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, thank God, this is <gasps> this is terrible. This is just awful. Yeah, how are you? How are you uh, faring here? I see you bolstered yourself up in the corner over here. <laughs> I keep trying to get over to Ignacio Cortellino, and every time I try to get over there, I get caught by someone else 
Uh, it turns out I'm very interesting to these people trying to make Eleven better, which is a joke to many of them, including, of course, Her Highness Lirio Corona. I see. Oh, is that the person that he said he's trying to get over to? He's trying to get to Ignacio. Uh, he he points to the to the Edward James almost like figure. Ignacio, I'm not familiar. Who is this Ignacio that you talk about? That is the former senator of District Three, Cordoba Square. Uh, mm -hmm. it is. He is. He's a legend. He uh, backed the people during the Cordoba Square massacre. He uh, helped form democracy in Cordoba. Uh, he's, he's always been a kind of a man of the people for the people, and he like and he leans into you and Elena. He goes, he's apparently quite connected to Los Reyes Dorados. So, Los Reyes Dorados. So, Do I know that name? I'm sorry. I, I no, you've never heard that name before. Okay, Los. It's a. I love. I love the name. It's by a. The it's a. Evolution. It's a group of. Uh, Extremist radicals, but uh, in a for the people sort of way. They take care of their own. It's why Cordova Square has become such a haven for people who need help. And I was hoping that I could seek their aid in kind of growing my initiative beyond the district. And that's when Lycan came in and started yelling at me about the hooligans. I don't, I don't really. They're fine. They are mostly, you know. Near adults at this point. There's not much I can do for them. Oh yes, I met them. They're fine. They they fend for themselves. They protect each other. They do a good job. Um, I mean, I could, I could try to help escort you over that way. People who stop you. I mean, I could distract them myself as you continue on your way. Yes, let's give it a shot. Um, right. and uh, you three start walking over. Uh, I start to act like a, not like obnoxiously drunk, but I start to pretend like I'm a little, as an excuse for me to, for us to depart away from people. Alright, uh, let's see here. So, um, with that being said, who haven't I heard from yet? Varus and Dozer... Uh, are the only two I haven't heard from yet. Where are you guys up to? Ian, Bigum. Those are you Bigum's just... tough, but I don't have anybody to talk to. You don't want to, to talk to any of them? I'll screw it up. <laughs> oh, uh... I'm picturing Dozer, like, standing by the hors d'oeuvre table, just, like, awkwardly putting shrimp up to his mouth and just dropping it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Varus is actually trying to secure donations, uh, for his clinic. Okay. Uh, who do you want to go to first? <sighs> Shit, I don't know. Refresh my list again. Yeah, you, know, you can go talk to Carney and Nama. Uh, okay. Uh, you can okay. talk to. Uh, it's Carney, Nama, and Lyriel are all together. Uh, okay. You see uh, a large Goliath woman who you don't really recognize. Uh, you see. Uh, Deliria, of course, is here. Um, you see Edward the old, older Edward James almost type. Uh, you see Demetrius talking to Lycan Graham and Leon and Elena. Uh, you see Lino Conchero talking to Grimald and uh, 
uh, Zane. Uh, you see Briar. Um, who ha I, have you met Briar before? No. Uh, so you see a pale elven woman in a black dress who just tons of guys are all sitting around. Um, and uh, that's it. I'm going to start with uh, Carney. Okay. Uh, so after taking some time to kind of look over everyone and like kind of deciding who had, you know, sitting with, with Dozer for a second, who's just standing there looking tough. Um, you finally decide, you know what, I'm going to go over to, uh, go over to talk to Carney. As you approach, you hear Aldous asking Lyriel, what are your plans, former Senator? To which Lyriel looks at him and goes, my plans are currently... How do I say? Get back to where I was. I'm interested in... I'm interested in being able to make the kind of money I made in my glass job. I don't know if I really want to be a senator again, but I'm... I would really like to some do something, maybe a private organization of some sort. Uh, maybe if there's another Senate, I could uh, guide that Senate and I could uh, charge them and, of course, maybe do kickbacks of some sort to help them along the way if, if that happened. Right? That is, yeah, that is a great idea as far as a position. What, uh, what sort of causes would you represent? Uh, so, Varus, you, you approach in this situation... Um, oh, hello. And Carney's like, ah, another one that's not afraid to come talk. Hello. You're muted. No, I'm not. <laughs> now I can hear you. Uh, uh, hello, Carney. Um, I was wondering if I could, uh, proposition you. Yeah. Not, not in that way. Um, I wouldn't <laughs> expect it. Uh, I wouldn't expect it in that way. Uh, Illyrial, Aldous, do you mind? Because uh, it's this is clearly her chair, and Illyrial's like, oh, oh, that's, that's of course, of course, I will. I'm happy to talk to this exotic gentleman wherever we are. And she like kind of puts her arm on your sh her hand on your shoulder, and she's like, come along. Exotic. We'll go with. I'll. I will. Uh, smile, accept said arm, and move forward. Okay, uh, we'll come back to you guys really quick, but uh, Varus, I want to make sure everyone gets uh, gets a chance to to chat. It's my job to talk to people. Varus, uh, <laughs> you sit down where Lyriel was, and um, Carney's like, so, what's up? I'm going to be frank. I want money from you. <laughs> you hear that, Nama? And Nama, like, raises her eyebrows as she smokes, and says, I like it. I, Bold. It's not... Well, yes, um... Old as they come. Well, it's not for me though. It's it's rather for the people. Um, you see, I and you may already know this. Um, operate a clinic for the impoverished, so they could receive medical attention and so forth. In District Eleven, I want to grow that operation in any way I can, and I think you are the perfect person to fund such an adventure. Hmm. I'm interested. I'm interested for a few reasons. Number one, I think there's a certain pizzazz nowadays in human 
uh, human human in helping humanity and mortals in general. Excuse me. Uh, I feel like elves kind of got it handled, you know. Whereas humans and and dwarves and gnomes, things of that nature, we got problems. But I'm also interested because my business, well, it has been doing quite well. I'm on the precipice of a downturn. Shine does not do what it used to do anymore. I've been hearing, I've been talking to a lot of people conducting on-site surveys. They say that when they look up in the sky, the sky is the same as it was before they took it. That was always kind of the the thing with Shine before. Now we know that the sky was different when they looked up because Shine allowed them to see through the illusions. So obviously it's not working anymore. Um Connie, I, I don't I don't quite know what you're after. This is not going to be a uh money making venture for you. No, yeah. Uh, uh, this is going to be purely uh, philanthropic. Um, honestly, the, the best thing you could do is buy the goodwill of the people. And honestly, your sister did a lot for them. Yes, I agree. And I think this would go a long way for you and your uh, you know, various ongoings if you were to do this. I agree. That's what I'm getting at. I so. think that uh, a little, you know... Tit for you, tat for me, you know. Uh, I bankroll whatever you need. Literally. I'm down for all of the humanitarian stuff. I think that's a great cause. You want to shop in 10? Boom, you got to shop in 10. Want to shop in 9? Boom, you got to shop in 9. Only one I can't guarantee is 1, because no one can get in there right now. But if a moment we can get in, boom, I'll put 1 in 1. No, fuck them. They're too rich. They don't need it. But you know what I'm saying. I'm here right. to help you, so you're going to be there to help me out. Right. Well, we are going to need to hire somebody to oversee this because I have the inclination, but not the time. So. Very well. Um, let me look at my, some of my people. Okay. You know... Kima's always, Kina always has always taken a liking to you. Really? Well, she's always talked a lot about you all, and has always uh, been interested. Why don't we Perhaps. get her involved in this? She's a good soul. This soul, oh, you know, whenever I need her to beat the shit out of someone, she's not really into it, you know? I like to see them into it. I think that's a great idea. Hmm. Are you going to be the one that's bringing her in, though? Yeah, I'll, I'll call Ken up. Uh, we'll uh, we'll call her up here during the party. She's out. She's doing something. Good. Um, furthermore, and you, it's not really my place to do it, but there's also that orphanage that's really taken off. We could always use more patronage. Just saying. The orphanage. That's uh, that's the Granado kids venture right yes and you want me to pay some money in that as well i don't see why not hmm okay fine but here's what i'm asking from you 
It's not much. It's actually incredibly reasonable. I have two requests. The first one? That your little group puts together a fucking name. I've heard <laughs> I've heard five different people call you five different things tonight. It's out of control. It needs to stop. Get a name together. I'll put a press release. I'll send it out on the wire. But it needs to happen. That, you know what? I can't make any promises, but we will try our best. Sit down, figure it out. <laughs> like each other. <laughs> That's going to be a whole session right there. <laughs> Talk about out of character. Second of all, while you're out, I hear you're looking to go out down there, south of the wall. While you're out, keep an eye out, keep an ear out. Something that could, uh boost my wallet a little bit, right? Something that could be a profitable venture for me. Uh, something that maybe you'd be looking for uh, maybe even a Habsies investor in on. I'm looking to get out of the shine business and into the something else business. Well, that's great. I couldn't promise drugs. Uh, I will find things preferably legal for you to invest your time in. Honey, if you want me going straight, you can have me go straight. But it better be profitable. And I'm talking more profitable than an addictive than an addictive substance. Well, I will see what I can do. But that is very profitable venture to begin with. So we'll see. At this point, you guys, you realize, and all of you do, as you're all moving about and kind of moving to your next thing, that the music has stopped in here and like everyone's kind of like oh my gosh what is and carney's like what the fuck is going on she stands up and you all look over at the steps you see a man standing at the top of the stairs he is wearing a tuxedo very very nice fitting on him very well he has snow white hair balding near the top and a very tight goatee along his face. Those of you familiar with your history would recognize this face, but only uh, <clears throat> only partially. It's a face you haven't seen in a long time, in nearly f five years since the Cordoban Square Massacre when he had disappeared for quite some time. The party has come to a standstill as Vincent Kahn has entered the room. And that's where we're going to end tonight's session. Ooh. Holy shit. So. Ooh. We're going to end there. Uh, maybe next time uh, <clears throat> uh, Sinrig can show up to the party a little late uh, so he can get there too because might interest him. He's like I was, I was, I was trying oh, was to arrange like, no, he was my trees. flowers. Remember, it takes eight hours. Yeah, but... Oh, and also. <laughs> so yeah, so we'll uh, we'll get to that. Um, but until then, uh, thank you all so much for watching out there. I'm excited that we finally got to the party. We got plenty more to go, and probably the next half of the session next time is going to be all of this. So, uh, it was a good stopping point. Felt like a good spot to do it. Stay safe out there. Stay healthy. Hey, it didn't get dark until, like, 5.15 p.m. today. That's pretty good, guys. We're getting there. 
so so that's something to look forward to. So so you got that out there, and it's only gonna keep getting brighter. And don't forget, Sundays are for D and D. Good night.